what do you do in your base though what are, what are you do in your base is your private business justin we won't judge you you can shower geeks. that is one thing geeks, geeks. <laughs> oh and welcome back to geeks the world's number one entertainment podcast recorded in this room i'm your host al white and joining me is alexander chad hi justin macaroni madaconda is that your new catchphrase yeah (laughs) i like it uh we are on episode 97 gradually crawling very slowly on our diseased bellies to 100 we're meant to be hitting 100 on my birthday week in february (laughs) we'll get there by the end of the year (laughs) episode 100 (laughs) Um, what's going on so yeah we've been away for a while but we're back so deal with it uh we're going to be talking about a lot of e3 stuff lots of games but before we get on to all of that stuff um if you're listening to us for the first time or if you're new to us you should head on out to wearegeeks.com wearegeeks.com and you can branch out to all the social medias and you can listen to a weekly horror show podcast that goes up every single friday where we chat through a retrospective horror franchise and at the moment we are just uh we've just begun the purge in the lead up to the first purge the purge Um, our shortest retrospective yet only four films uh five episodes we do a little wrap up at the end did you say the purge the purge yeah the purge the The first purge I've been told by Haruka we might have to make it one more. We might have to fold an extra episode somewhere to do the Rick and Morty Purge episode. Have you guys seen mm. Rick and Morty? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, I've never seen Rick and Morty, so I don't know. But she's told me I have to. Um, yeah, and you can listen to all of our old podcasts. We've done Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Child's Play, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Hellraiser, and other stuff too. What else have we done? Oh, and we've done Star Wars and Danny Boyle. Some non-horror stuff as well. You can find all that by going to weekgeeks.com and just branching on out to the iTunes. If you can rate us and subscribe, that helps because we do this all for free. Uh, all free! Guys, a lot of video games that happened. things. People playing stuff. What? What's a video game? Except... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Should they be called... Digi- Why video games nowadays? Because they were never even on videos. What's that about? Well, there's there's videos in it. Is that what video means? I always think of video as like a video cassette. Like no. a VHS. Maybe it's a... Vi- Maybe they're going to go visual games, but they're like, no, nah, that just sounds too stupid. Let's do as I'm saying, uh, which is how I sound now. Because <laughs> as I'm saying these words, I'm realizing I don't know what the word video means. Yeah, <laughs> Does it just yeah. mean moving images? Yeah. I always th- and in my head, video is like... It is Latin for... Oh, he's in it. He's on it. The moving picture film <laughs> i was about to google it but you know what problem solved thanks for that alexander the man yep. in the sky with all the answers yep. exactly um you guys so justin you you were you were boots on the ground you were in e3 this year yes sir i was in the old los angeles i was mr e3 some would say uh you're there most years <laughs> aren't you uh yeah once a year were you um, were you I've crowned this year's mr e3 I was. Uh, you know, it was really nice. I got to do a solo dance. Um, Wait, there wasn't a Mrs. E3 for you to dance no, with? No, just, just just me. They gave me both titles. Mr. and Mrs. E3. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to be referring to you a lot as the uh, the only one of us who was there this year. Me and Alex have been previously, but we didn't go this year. Um, I'm actually out of LA. What was your excuse, Alex? Um, I'm in LA. <laughs> Um, good excuse. Like it. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so I thought actually we are going to get some of the regular stuff at the end of the podcast briefly talk through releases, uh, box office, and I actually want to talk a little bit about Jurassic World because it was only Jurassic as I was preparing, World! as I was prepping this podcast, I realized Fallen Kingdom is out in America at the end of this week. Yeah. What? It came out in England three weeks ago. What is going on? Um, a lot of important things like we had the world, uh, the, we had like the Stanley Cup going on. We had E3 going on. Um, you know, you don't put up movies during these things. Yeah, we don't put up good movies during this time. Uh, Deadpool was out, you know. Like, t- so it used, all about like every Marvel movie used to come out in England a week before it came out in America, which I couldn't comprehend because you don't need to test audience for those films. And they changed that with Infinity War. They're now out at the same time how the fuck is fallen kingdom out weeks prior in uk i had no idea this has happened i thought everyone had seen it and it was old story by now because ev- no. because everyone in america is just like mm, i don't know if i want to see it yet. yeah everyone hates chris pratt right <laughs> yeah yeah he is the most yeah. unpopular unlikable <laughs> human being <laughs> what That's a the, dick yeah. yeah they're like he's how probably gonna like punch the dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> and just get everyone um, killed so, yeah, we'll get to some of that later on then. Um, but before quickly we get into E3, I don't want to go on too long, but there have been a whole bunch of games that came out this month that we've thought we obviously haven't had a chance to talk about. Um, Detroit came out, Become Human, which was a big one. Jurassic World Evolution came out. Um, Alex, you played a whole bunch of Detroit, haven't you? I have. I've played it twice through already, I think. Oh, boy. See, I've only had time so far to play the first hour um, mm-hmm. well, you're, without any spoilers for it, because it's obviously a weird f- game to spoil, <coughs> but what are your overall feeling? Because is, is this your first um, game? Fuck, what are they called? What the developer? <laughs> get get on F word. The guys that did Fahrenheit and Heavy Rain, Heavy Rain and yep. Beyond Two Souls. <coughs> yeah. Is this your first one? Yep. It is. Uh, how do you, no, how do I you really, like it? Um, I mean, I really like this sort of style of narrative base choice and consequence game. I get like, I get into them and yeah I've, I really enjoyed certainly my first playthrough I thought you know some of it some of the narrative I found and some of the choices and the consequences I found quite moving and they resonated um, some of it as far as the kind of social issues it talks about were a little bit on the nose as far as kind of what's happening in real life like the whole metaphor of it being androids and how it is related to real people in real life was a bit sort of like wait there's real androids <gasps> obvious um but the design in that game is just stunning the lighting um and the sound design and the, the directing it's it's very cinematic but i will say this i watched um blade runner 2049 last night i've seen it before but i just wanted to watch it again and i was like oh my god this is just Detroit Become Human is just pulled so much from this uh, this film. Yeah. So yeah. Right. But overall, I, I I still really enjoyed it, and and you know I I went back to play it through again because I wanted to see how different some of the choices affect, like if different choices how much they affect the narrative. Because on on the flow chart after each episode, there's some of them where there's just mm. so many branches. And I was really surprised by that aspect, actually. I had a completely, completely different ending to, to what I had the first time, um, which is really cool. Yeah, that was always one of my favorite things. I remember playing Heavy Rain and I was playing it, uh, not at the, same, I mean, at the same time, but not next to each other, obviously, with my friend Dan. 
And he was like being really careful with his characters. And then one night he just played for half an hour longer than he should have. And he got all sleepy and killed three of his characters in a row <laughs> just by making bad QTE decisions. Yeah. And then all of these cool scenes that happened after that that I got, I would like excitedly talk to him about. And he's like, I didn't see any of that because <laughs> he'd yeah, kill yeah. all of them. And by the end, he didn't know who the killer was even in, in Heavy Rain, which is like a seven kind of game. Um, so yeah, I've always admired those with those. I actually really like Beyond as well, which a lot of people hate that game. Um, Okay, cool. I'm gonna. Um, I just want to add my friend uh, who play like the process of it. My friend who plays Connor in it, uh, Brian. He was telling me like the process to make it. They would shoot like one scene, but there's like 26 different ways to do it. So they'd spend yeah, right. like days just doing the same kind of thing over, but slightly changing things. That's so it's crazy. like a really intense, you know. It must be a really scene. cool challenge yeah. for an actor. Though. Yeah, and another thing I was interested in is how they how they develop that and how they write it. You know, if it's such an enormous thing to undertake. Like, does it just start with one linear um, sort of narrative and arc for the, the three characters and then they from that they go, well, like, here are the critical moments where they make different choices and this is how we can branch them out. But then on yeah. top of that, like, having to design it and then direct it visually... Yeah, it's it's it's, it's 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 insane. It's like a very very impressive uh, achievement, I think. Cool, Captain Justin. Have you played anything we should talk about quickly before we go into E three? Um, like that was at E three or just no, nah, but prior anything that you wanted to mention? Are you good? Um, you're literally looking around yourself right now. Uh, I just <laughs> yeah, remembered I, another one. Sorry, you go, Justin. No, 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 you go, Alex. I'm still trying to figure out what, <laughs> what I've been playing. Uh, uh, I just remembered the Far Cry 5 DLC. Mm. The Vietnam. Uh, into Darkness. Is that what into Darkness, what yeah. Parts of Darkness or whatever. Yeah, Into Darkness. Yeah. Uh, have you guys played that? No, I know yeah, we I've literally just it preloaded it now. Yeah, to actually play. I haven't started. I think I sent... Yeah, I sent you a message out maybe 30 minutes in and I was like, I already like this more than the main game. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fucking crazy. Is it really like about an hour and a half? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's very small. The map's very small. But I don't know. It's just got a... I don't know. It's just a very simple and focused narrative, obviously. Um, it, that just... Which just... Without... It doesn't really spoil anything, but it's just about you getting from one place to the next. It's like an extraction point. Um, okay. Uh, and sort of, yeah, venturing through the jungle as this day-night cycle passes really slowly. It's really cool. So most of it's played at night. Um, and being the Vietnam War, you can be stumbling through the jungle and then next thing you know, you just literally bump into to like Viet Cong and then just a big gunfight ensues and you run around and yeah. And you can be way more stealthy in the game than I thought you could in the campaign. It's awesome. I'm going to play that tonight. I completely, I'll be honest, it's one of the things I really was excited about it and then I thought, oh, I'll save it. Um, because I rushed through Far Cry 5 so quickly and then I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to do that tonight. For sure. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. It is cool, man. Um, <laughs> I, I, I tried to play a little bit of a bunch of the new stuff that had come out. Um, there's one I preloaded onto our business account, which I'm going to have to tell everyone not to play because it's fucking terrible. I hadn't played it at all till this time, until I, after I bought it, uh, which is the Vampire one. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's actually from a fairly interesting developer they've done a lot of stuff uh, to do with like Life is Strange and stuff like that 
Um, so I thought there'd be something there, which there kind of is, but it's just so fucking janky. It's just no steer yeah, away. Um, I uh, started downloading that last night. I haven't played yeah, it yet. Yeah. Wouldn't bother. The one I would recommend for sure is Jurassic World Evolution. Um, I was playing that last night and a bit today and i fucking love it i really love it Wait, i don't is it still like the sim builder even on the console yeah oh crazy um it works really really well like i really like jurassic park operation genesis from a long time ago when they did it um for sure these games do work better on pc where you can just point and click with them but um yeah but they've adapted really well it's really simple it's streamlined nicely it looks fucking beautiful and you can go right in and you know literally you know drive around the park and stuff uh, they have all the official music into it, so it feels like a proper, you know, production. And it Jeff gets you Goldblum. into it quick. Jeff Goldblum as well. Jeff in an improbable, Goldblum. improbable voiceover where he's talking. He's both telling you, you shouldn't be doing this. Also, this is how you create dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's so weird. Um, but it just feels like a really, like, high pedigree game. And I haven't played a game like this in so long. And it just takes, like, having dinosaurs and having that music and having those islands just like that's what i need for a theme parky game to be like yeah that's the extra like incentive you know um it's fucking cool it's funny i had a i had a little play maybe about 30 minutes or so last night um yeah and i don't know i find myself way more impatient with a game like that playing it on a console than i would if i was sat on my laptop sure because i'm so used to the sort of management games playing management games like that on my laptop prefer it way more yeah, it was yeah. weird. It was weird. I, but it I is, it it is a beautiful like, game. It is the first one where I felt like, I don't know, I feel like, I completely agree, it's definitely easier, but I didn't feel confused with this menu system at all. It was like so simple, mm-hmm. just like, you know, like press left in D-pad and you jump into all your things. It was like really nicely laid out, I thought. Yeah. Um, there wasn't any of that stupid thing that you have to do when you move like a mouse around on your fucking console screen with your analog stick, which <laughs> yeah. drives me crazy. Yeah. Um, Anyway, all right, let's get into what we're here to talk about, which is E3, because holy shit, there's a lot of fucking games. And the way I'm going to do this, I'm actually going to do it chronologically how the conference has happened. Um, and I'm, then I'm going to upset Justin because I'm leaving out the PC conference. Um, what? <laughs> uh, um, so for the most part I'm going to talk about the games as they were revealed in the conferences however for like Sony and uh, Microsoft and Nintendo I am going to do them I'm going to separate their exclusives out because I do think it's good to know which games you know are exclusive for those platforms yes um, s- yes agreed 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 <laughs> we can move forward um, Saturday everything kicked off with EA opening this year last year was Microsoft wasn't it year before it was Bethesda you all seem to be fighting uh, for who uh, starts. No, EA E3. always starts like a little bit early. Bethesda definitely like because when Bethesda did their first one a few years ago, they kicked off first though, and then I know no. Microsoft was fighting for first spot. Yeah, at one EA point. didn't exist when Bethesda first did their did did it. Oh, did they? Yeah, Were that they was like twenty uh, fifth or twenty sixteen. Like three years ago, twenty fifteen, yeah. and then twenty sixteen Bethesda again was like still the first person, and then last year ea created their little ea play so it was like their first conference so they went first because they did it like before everyone else which was like right yeah. right and then they get well, this year they're not the company that i think should start off no definitely uh, three <laughs> so they kicked off with an anthem sort of weird 3d opening i don't even know what the fuck that means like there was like did you see this justin or like it was 3d anthem characters coming out of the screen but I'm watching this going, well, that can't actually be happening in the theater, so I don't really know what happened. <laughs> like, uh, I'm really confused. They, they had, like, 
performers <laughs> dressed up in the anthem outfits. Oh, okay. So I don't know if they. I didn't watch the I don't think, I was like I mean, in line. Looks, you should check out the beginning too. It's really weird. Uh, then they did a whole bunch of stuff. We're gonna. So what we're gonna do? We're just gonna race through these, and then when there's a game we want to talk about, jump in. Okay, because there's too many fucking games to like talk about all the games. Sure. Uh, Battlefield Five. Yes. Um, it was gonna, awesome. It was awesome. Yeah, I got to play it. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So it's um. So basically, it's takes a little bit of all of the battlefields. It brings you back to like World War Two, the like the title that you know, the the time that everyone really likes. Um, it utilizes elements from like Battlefield Four, and then the intensity and kind of like atmosphere from Battlefield One that you that you have, and then the like s- the smoothness of like I don't know. It's it's better when you spawn in now because like before when you would spawn in you'd just be thrown in you're like great I just got slaughtered like why did it spawn me into to like just a, a slaughterhouse but now like you kind of follow the people that you're about to spawn in with so you can kind of see your surroundings and know what you want to do. That's um, cool. It feels a little bit more balanced um, from what I was playing. Looked fucking. Crazy it's intense, beautiful. man. It's it's fun. It's a shame that the. Um I was going to bring this up later, but I guess we might as well bring it up straight at the beginning. Let's get into the tricky stuff. Um, but most of the dialogue around it on social media was taken over by the fact that they had a women yeah. as playable Which characters. Is so stupid because in World War II, there were women like resistance fighters and stuff. So, I mean, like, yes, the U.S. branch wouldn't have like a, you know, a well, this soldier. Is what I want to ask you then, as someone, because you've seen it up close. Do yeah. they have female soldiers in the U.S. and the U.K. like teams or is it just as resistant fighters and stuff? Um... I'm trying to remember. Uh, I guess no, no. In the in the British one, there was like some of the soldiers can be are like girls, but they're not just like I'm just a girl. Like some of them are like snipers, and you could just kind of allude to like this is a like a female sniper. Right. Um, I think you can actually. Someone was telling me. I don't know if it's true, but you can like create your own custom like characters now. Oh, okay, but that'd be know, cool. Sure. Um, did you hear about this, Alex? The controversy that happened with this? A little bit, yeah. I no. yeah. <laughs> so people like people were getting really angry about it, and then the, the but the problem is then one of the guys from EA came out. Um, who was he? He was like the director of it or whatever. And he said, I don't know if this conversation really happened or if this was good PR move. But he said, I went home and my daughter came up to me and she's like, Why is everyone at school angry about you? The fact that you put a woman in your video game. I get to play as women in Fortnite. Why can't I play as women in Battlefield? And he said, Like, how do you explain World War Two to your kid? And then decided, you know what, you're right. So then he did this public thing to say, everyone who's got a problem with this is stupid. Literally saying that, which I was like, all right, maybe not. <laughs> like, yeah. And then um, and then got really angry about it. And then sort of said, look, historically, there were women involved in these battles. And then at the end, kind of counteracted his own argument by saying, plus, it's just a video game, so do what you want to do kind of thing. And it's like, all right. Because my personal feelings on this, because I actually went away and had a long conversation with my mom about this. Yeah. Um, because we were talking about something else. Because, yeah, no, that's it. I had just shown her, you know, the Assassin's Creed um, Origins has the history mode. Yeah. And people were all upset in the history mode that you went into these schools and there were no girls in the schools. So then Ubisoft went in and put girls into the schools. There were no girls in yeah. the schools at that point in ancient Egypt. So it was a real problem that I do think is a huge problem when you've got a history mode of a video game you should not fucking alter history. Like, I'm sorry that history yeah. was not PC yeah. um, or accurate to what we want nowadays, but that's history. Um, so my problem with this is that 
there's a whole bunch of idiots who just who just came out just being like misogynistic and just like we shouldn't have women in video games which is fucking stupid so they should just be ignored to begin with i feel you Mm -hmm. know and then there are a few people who actually cared about look people don't learn about world war ii in history class anymore people don't know who hitler is in america anymore if you look at the polls of kids like asked about who hitler is they could well end up thinking he's just a character in a call of duty video game now because it's like oh he's a guy from wolfenstein exactly it's it's genuinely a bit worrying so their point was if kids are playing these games this is the only concept of world war ii they'll have you know it's a responsibility to not change that and i do see their point and i kind of agree with it however i also agree with you know do what you want to do and if it's a video game do what you want to do um my caveat that i ended up coming down on is then they need something because they use marketing a lot with battlefield and with call of duty to be like you know kind of accurate to world war like things things that happened you know like missions that happened and people and trying to make it feel like look you're really in world war Two, which i think is there's an argue arguability about the ethics of video games being based on real wars anyway you know yeah um so in my opinion if they're going with all right we appreciate this is just a video game we want to put women in it awesome um like absolutely i'd like to play as women more than guys anyway everyone should have the choice for that stuff but I think they should put something at the beginning of the video game that just says this is a fictional game. You know, like they should have. Yeah, a I think there should a be a disclaimer for sure. Um, but that's it. Who's then to say it really was well said, Al. Well said, British fighting ladies. <laughs> it was one of those ones like you know I'm I'm the woman hater on this podcast, so I I have to say all the unpopular things. Yeah. No, I definitely <laughs> think anything that's not historically accurate should be announced that it's like based on historical events, but it's still fictional, like. Yeah, because yeah, it's important. Sure. I think people's minds are getting warped into believing shit that didn't exist. You know, like yeah, but there's a picture time, wanna... of an X-wing on a World War II ship. That's not real. <laughs> no, no, exactly. <laughs> but if you want to do that because you want to have fun, awesome. You know, yeah. and when his point was like, you know, my my daughter wants to play as a girl kicking ass in a video game. Like, yeah. And also, the real concern is how old is his daughter? His daughter should not be playing. <laughs> should not be five. playing this video game. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> that is true. Um, all right, so Battle for Five. Then they did FIFA 19. They talked a bit about Origin Access Premier, and one of my favorite quotes of the entire weekend was here, where they said, "Is is the actual quote? It is a promise of what we hope to bring you in the future," <laughs> which I thought was fucking brilliant. <laughs> like, that means nothing. Yeah, means nothing at all. Really just- oh, also, I wanted to add on the Battlefield Five. There's a cool feature um, where you can like build your fortifications. So like. You could put sandbags down, barbed wire. Oh, cool. Um, but it's only in certain areas, but it kind of helps, like, you set it up where you kind of initially start, so when you're, like, getting pushed back, you can fall behind these, like, solid... Do they interact with the sort of battlefield destruction? Destructibility? Yeah. yeah. So can you build stuff and then it gets destroyed, and then yeah, you build yeah. stuff and it gets... Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I like it's that. It's not everywhere, though. There's, like, certain location, like, key spots. I want it everywhere. Oh, I want it well. up trees. Mm, I want well, it halfway in the sky. Up trees. You know that's not historically accurate so <laughs> there were no sandbags up trees yeah. so we shouldn't be allowed to do that yeah um then the weirdest thing happened that she went the lady uh, i'm really sorry i'm not down with who these people are but the lady who's presenting it walked into the crowd sat down next to one of the team leaders from visceral and um you know the guys between uh, behind titanfall and the guys behind the original call of duty games um and he started talking about their star wars game but just sitting down in his seat without showing video without even a and not even an emblem for the title he just talked about it and it was so fucking weird 
And he was like, yeah, it's called Jedi Fallen Order, is what we've learned. It's set between yeah. parts three and four. Um, and right. yeah, you do wield a lightsaber. That's pretty much all they, he really said. Wait, this uh, is for Battlefront? No, no, no. This is oh, like the Star visceral Wars Star Wars game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they didn't like, not even a fucking, have just him come up on stage and say it. And then <laughs> no, they're like, you sit him. your ass down. Literally, they just came over and just chatted. It was so weird. It was very awkward. Very awkward way to talk about what could should be a huge game, you know? Yeah. That's um, hilarious, though. Hey, what's your new game? Um, You know, it's just Star Wars. Okay, cool. Anyways, back to the main <laughs> stage, Jim. <laughs> it's fucking Visceral. It's one of the best, like, developers. Yeah. Anyway. Well, not according you go. to so EA. Please be excited. I am excited. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, it is single player though. It's going to be like a proper single player Star Wars like, game. So like the Force, it better Awaken, be the Force Unleashed, yep. like the first one. Yeah. Uh, what is it from? Isn't it? Because we've been through the was it the Amy was that Amy Hennig the yep. Uncharted lady, and then that got cancelled. So it's like we'll, we'll believe it when we see it. When you can't even be bothered to present it on stage. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm just like, come on, dude. You guys, you guys got to make it like a good Star Wars game. Make it where it's destructible. Bring back destructibility in your Star Wars universe. Speaking of Star Wars games, they then went on to talk more about Battlefront 2, which is getting Clone Wars DLC and a whole bunch of other stuff. I played it. It's exactly the same. Nothing is different. I really like that game a lot. I just don't want to play it. (laughs) That's the weird position I find myself in. Whenever I look at it objectively, I'm like, this is kind of great, but I don't want to play it. Yeah, Yeah, every time I watch it, I'm like, I want to wander around this world and environment, but there's fucking people running around (laughs) everywhere shooting... (laughs) Leave me alone! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really not... I don't know. It just feels soulless and, like, vacant. Mm. Like, all you're doing is shooting each other, but you're like, I am... All I am is just a thing shooting. That's... Yeah. It. I don't, it's, it just doesn't have, like, a... Like, when you play Battlefield, for example, and you're in a squad, like, you really feel like you're in a squad. You're just like, oh, shit, everything's blown. There's my buddy, he's down. I gotta run over and, like, stab him with a syringe, bring him back to life, and... I don't know. Battlefront's just like, oh, there's masses. We could keep throwing endless bodies, wave after wave. And I think it is partly because you know all the characters as well. It feels like when you've got all these characters mixing and they shouldn't be mixing, yeah. mm-hmm. it's very exciting, but it also, you can't attach to them. Yeah, it's just like eye candy, really, is what I feel like Battlefront sure. is. That is. All right, we're going to move quicker because we've got literally about 200,000 <laughs> games. Well, let's do it. Um, they then talked about Unravel 2, which was released that day. Skip. Co-op Unravel 2. Skip, skip, skip. Uh, Alex, skip. you and Bethany liked the original one. Yeah, we played it for a little bit. Um, didn't even know this was coming out. Haven't really watched anything about it yet. Will I play it? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> happens. Yeah, it happened. Um, sea of Solitude. So as we go through this, I've picked 20 games that I'm most excited about. And at the end of this, I'm going to reveal uh, my personal top five. Uh, sea of Solitude is the first of my personal 20 games. Um, I really liked how this presented. It was a German developer and she just came up and she's talked about how um, she went for a very lonely part of her life and she thinks lonely people... She want to make this game and it's when people become lonely, they turn into monsters and the lead Love character it. is turned into a monster from being too lonely. Um, and it's a really beautiful looking indie game, um, which I'm excited about. Love it. It looks uh, great. MB- it's, it's pretty. And it looks a bit like the game Submerged that came out a couple of years ago, but this looks much better. Mm. Uh, NBA Live 19 Madden uh, Command and Conquer Rivals and then it closed out with Anthem of course uh, did you see much Anthem there Justin or did you yeah yeah um, also 
did a little interview with IGN that was hilarious. <laughs> with Igni? What happened? I, I, I sent you the thing. Where oh, the, really? The, the YouTube link where they like... That's where you're on the iPad thing, right? Yeah, yeah. We were um, watching it, yeah. So they're like, do you guys <laughs> want to see the brand new like gameplay footage? And I was like, sure. And what they had shown us was just the trailer, like the first trailer, <laughs> which I already seen. But I was just like, all right, sure, man. Like, there's nothing else to see of this game. And also, you guys messed up on, uh, you know, Mass Effect, the latest one. So I just... I loved when you, I loved when you smashed the iPad. Yeah. <laughs> I just used heavy sarcasm. But it just... I don't know, man. I it, I don't know how this game's going to turn out. It looks cool, but honestly, it kind of just feels like a destiny kind of game where you're like all yeah, right that's exactly the vibe i was getting yeah um only with sort of yeah flying mechs like it looks like i said beautiful like it looks really really pretty yeah but i just can't get excited about it for some reason i was ex- more excited about last year when i didn't know what it was than this year seeing it and being like huh, oh, all right mm-hmm. yeah exactly like, i don't know why um, all right, then on Sunday, Microsoft with 51 games by far and away. I think actually by double, over double the amount of games that any other uh, conference had. It's not about Show-offs. It's not about how big, it's how good. It's about what they do with that size. Exactly. Yeah. It's, um, more about, it's more about the girth of the game. Yeah. <laughs> it is interesting, though, because it was kind of a reversal from last year where Microsoft had less games and Sony went huge. This year, Sony went tiny, like really yeah. tiny. Anyway, so Microsoft, we've got a whole bunch of exclusives. We've got Halo Infinite, another one of my top 20 picks um, for this year. Um, this trailer is weird. Yeah. <laughs> really weird. Everyone's just expecting Halo 6. Um, instead, it's called Halo Infinite. It, lo- it looks like there are like things to do with cave drawings. It really shows landscape that looks like it's harkening way back to the original Halo. You've got beautiful like big fields and actually inside the Halo itself. Um, doesn't really show any of the gameplay, but they did make it clear they're using the game engine for everything that was rendered there, and it's clearly really stunning. Um, yeah, I mean, it could all go wrong, but I'm very hopeful for this because it looks like they're trying to do something different while also getting back to the origins at the same yeah. time. And possibly a bit more open-worldy? Yeah, maybe. Open-ringing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Justin looks very nonplussed by this. You're not into this at all? Nah. Nah. Meh. Nah. Yeah. Um, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, the sequel to Ori um, and the Blind Forest, which looks yep very very pretty. Um, yeah. But I'm not I'm not really into um, like uh, Metroidvania games. Very oh, much. it's because you're heartless. Got it. Yep. Basically, <laughs> <laughs> I love the opening like 15 minutes of Ori and the Blind Forest. I love so much, and then when the game starts actually happening, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm fine. Uh, Crackdown 3 made finally a, a re-emergence here and looks just like Crackdown and not even that. I mean, obviously it's prettier, but I don't know, man. I'm not convinced with this. Yeah, I'm, still waiting, such I'm still waiting for a new Saints Row, man. When's that coming back? Yeah, that was weird, actually. I thought, it'd be, I thought we would get a Saints Row this year. I'm a huge Crackdown 1 fan and I'm sure I'll, I'll play this, but I it mean, just kind of... you do love your crack. crack. I'd love my down... Um, Sea of Thieves is getting a whole bunch of new, uh, what do you want to call it, expansions, I guess. Um, I was thinking about this last night. I was so excited that week, you know, when Sea of Thieves was coming out, Far Cry 5 was coming out, and A Way Out was coming out. I still haven't finished A Way Out because I was playing with Katie and she fucking hasn't played the rest of it with me yet. 
Far Cry 5 are finished and see if these I'm just still frustrated about, man. Like, I really want to love that game so much, but they, there's just no they, incentive for me to go back. They had some uh, new updates that made it a little bit more fun. Like, people are now working know, together enough, instead of man. killing each other. I know, but I just want, like, I want... More atmosphere? Like, until, it, until they come back and they say to me, oh, we've hidden shit everywhere, all the islands are teeming with stuff to do, there's like, you know, it's like, until it's like Breath of the Wild, I'm not interested in that game. Hey, we got more things to do, Mr. Alwhite, just for you. We made it where <laughs> you can go to a town and buy some shanties and sing along with the townsfolk. Just for you, Mr. Alwhite. Don't appreciate the tone. <laughs> but yeah, fine, I'd come back. Nice. Uh, Real nice. Forza Horizon 4, another one in my top 20. All these games are phenomenal. This one's set in, in England or in Great Britain, which mm. at first kind of put me off it because I don't like stuff set in England because it's kind of drab and I've lived here for most of my life, so I don't really need to revisit it. Wow. <laughs> See you, mom. <laughs> but it's really... Man, this looks so fucking beautiful. Yes, it's a pod racer. Looks, <laughs> That's a good pod racer racing game. Uh, it looks stunningly beautiful, and the pedigree of the last three is insane. Like, Forza Horizon, Horizon 3 uh, was in Australia, wasn't it? I think and it was so good, so good. Um, I love in the trailer of this, there's, yeah, there's that shot of uh, a little tractor in a field that they go yes. fast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, oh, all right, all we like have little country lades. It's cool. I know. Honestly, though, it looks... Yeah, and then and you got planes in this one as well, haven't you, I think, and, like, different vehicles or something like that. Is that right? Am I imagining that? Is that the crew, too? Dude, you're crazy. Yeah, I think, planes. Got a, I think planes you're on drugs also? again. Yeah. Maybe. On that crackdown. Yep. Uh, we Happy Few is finally coming out. PUBG is getting a whole bunch of new stuff as well for Xbox. Um, there is a kick-started skating game called Session, which I think everyone thought was going to be Skate 4 because it looked exactly like Skate games and then suddenly the title came up and it was session and everyone was like huh? <laughs> what is this I just, I just want them to bring back like like thrasher that was such a good <laughs> thrasher like such no a one good else game. is asking for thrasher well i mean back. like in the style of thrasher where it was just like you skated you would get sponsors you'd be able to yeah. like trick out your character i want it like more immersed in like oh it's an rpg like i really enjoy skating i just don't do it as much because i'm older now and i'm like i don't want to break something and then be jobless and then be homeless um wow, that's a dark but, that's a dark road you just went down. yeah but i like <laughs> very dark yeah. but i liked getting the sponsors and like skating leads to homelessness kids yeah <laughs> listen yeah. to uncle justin yeah I like Go that idea eat. too, Justin. Like a more RPG-based skate again. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, skate instead, three. Instead I thought of, Skate three was like that, wasn't it? No, you just got. Thought, do you have a character? Because I don't even remember, man. Yeah. I just remember it just I being a board, and you're like, flip the board. I thought maybe I'm imagining it again. Maybe I got to go back to it. But I just want more RPG in it, where you're you're really, you know, a sure. character, and then it's like your board sure. breaks, and you're like, damn it, I broke All my right. skateboard. Session's over. You gonna make your own skate game then? I'm gonna. There's um, gonna be guns and like jetpacks. <laughs> <laughs> now it's about the Saints Row. Yeah. Um, Black Desert. There's a DLC for Cuphead with a girl um, called Chalice. What's she called? Miss Chalice or something? Mm. Looks great. Delicious. Um, Tunic. Battletoads. So this was the yeah, big fucking Battle surprise. Yeah, motherfuckers. No gameplay, just the title, which uh, they jokingly said was just for Marty Sleever from IGN because he, he's for years been asking for a Battletoads game. Um, Gears Tactics. So this is like a very weird new Gears of War game um, that is essentially sort of like a Mario and Rabbids 
uh, game sort of things, like a XCOM sort of style. Um, and then the real deal, Gears 5 uh, was the last of their exclusives. Gears uh, 5. The, the mainline Why exclusives. so many Gears? Gears for I fears, mean, it looks dude. With, uh, with it some looks more controversy on the back of that one because of a female character. Mm. All right, so let's just... Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I saw E3 this year was summed up for me by two things. One... Girls. ...were musical numbers. There were so many musical numbers in the conferences that it was just like just mini gigs happening constantly and it was so fucking bizarre they're just like we're about to, we're about to get to them hey man oh we got a promoter band yeah i got us i booked us a sweet gig at e3 man there's gonna be think about it. millions of people are watching it was Dude, so tight. weird it was so weird and then the second thing it was definitely the year of watching middle-aged to older men standing on stage waiting for people to applaud them because they put a girl in their video game Mm. And they're just standing there with a slightly smug look on their face like, yeah, I know. <laughs> We're Cheers. pretty fucking cool. Yeah. You can play as a girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Which left a weird taste in my mouth because like, all right, great. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't feel, hopefully one year of people cheering for that is all I, we'll need next year. That'd I be just wanted to be like, can I just make my own character? <laughs> and it's Rent like it. that thing of differentiate, dif- differentiating between what is kind of tokenism and... Mm-hmm. developers kind of jumping on sort of oh you know this is going to get us a lot of attention because it's and and other developers that are doing it very sincerely where it's you know yeah. it doesn't doesn't feel like that which is fine i like jump on but just don't stand there and wait for a pause <laughs> like, like celebrate yes, right. your, <laughs> celebrate your progressive thoughts yeah. <laughs> look at exactly. me i put a girl <laughs> In Call honestly, of with Duty. Gears Five, I didn't. I honestly didn't even know. It didn't even occur to me. Oh, the lead girl, because who gives a shit? Uh, it looked much better than Number Four for sure. Like I'm a yeah. bit burnt out on Gears, but it looks better than Four. I mean, how um, are these gears still turning? <laughs> very well oiled. Um, <laughs> all right, Idea up. Xbox. There's a whole bunch of the Idea <laughs> Xbox games, which are like the little indie games. Some of these aren't exclusives. You got Out Wild, you got After Party, Kingdom Two Crowns, The Golf Club 2019, Warhammer Vermin t- Vermintide, uh, Fringe Wars Below, which is still not out, Conqueror's Blade, Waking, Raji, Super Meat Boy Forever, Planet Alpha, Islands of Nine Love Battle that title. Royale. Such a good one. Islands of Nine Battle Royale. No, such Super Meat Boy. Uh, such a good battle. <laughs> oh, title. Super Meat Boy Forever. Uh, Sable. Then we hit on one of my other top 20 games, Harold Halibut. Mm, fish guy. Uh, this fucking game, man. <laughs> you guys seen this at all? I'm, I'm having a quick look at it now. It uh. is. So the whole thing is basically, it's not point and click. It is you wander around and talk to people. It's meant to have a really good story. And it's animated oh my by God. hand with scanned claymation. So this is oh, real, not, not faked in CGI, real sets real hand like stop motion claymation um and it looks fucking incredible it looks like a wes anderson film that you play you know (laughs) it looks cool this is cool (laughs) looks creepy yeah um i don't know much about the story yet but people are playing it behind closed doors said it's actually got a really engrossing story um it's super excited i like it it's cool isn't it yeah. One of the things you're like, wow, I've never seen anything like that before. I didn't know that was possible. They had to like 3D scan all of this stuff and into the game. That's super that's crazy. Cool. Um, yeah, that's Harold Halibut. There's also Bomber Crew, Children of Mortar, The White, the Wind Road, Wargrove, Generation Zero, Dead Cells, and Ashen. 
And they fucking... That was 90 seconds they went through all of those games. It was insane. They just, like, poured them out. <laughs> uh, non-exclusives. Oh, man. The non-exclusives. I've got another one of my top 20s here. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. This is the new From Software game oh, yeah. that was teased last year that people thought was going to be Bloodborne 2. And instead... And then some people are like, oh, it's going to be Tenchu. Instead, oh, it man. looks like Dark Souls meets Tenchu. It's like this Japanese... It's not a Souls game. But it, it definitely it makes feels like of, a Souls game. Uh, Jessica, or Commando, or whatever, because he's got that grappling hook arm. Mm. Yeah, so it's like... Well, mm. no, that arm's I, cool. I would say this game's not... There's another game that's coming out, which I think is more Tenchu vibe. Right. Yeah. We'll see if we get to it. Um, get I'm to really it. excited about this, though, because this feel like... Just by looking at this, like this looks like Dark Souls, but you know brighter with the nice Japanese palette to it. Yeah. Um, and some fucking crazy action in there as well, like much faster... Um, I'm excited. Then they also got the first announcement here for Fallout 76, where they got to talk about it a little bit. Todd Howard came out. Good old Todd boy. Um, weird, he did this on this before the Bethesda one, but very nice of him. Yeah, because usually I wonder how much he got paid. Yeah, they must have been like, "Hey, can you do it here? We'll pay you X amount yeah. of dollars." Because uh, Bethesda also for their conference, um, which was weird, it was like later in the day than Xbox, and they. Yeah. Um, I mean, which it usually is, but they never announced too much. And also, I guess they must have made a shit ton of money because their party was nothing. They just oh, had really? a conference. They didn't throw a party or anything crazy this year. You got to have Beth- a party. Yeah, Bethesda usually throws <coughs> super badass, extravagant parties. This year, they did not. Hmm. How do you guys feel about Fallout 76? I'm interested. I'm, a, I'm a holding off. I'm waiting a bit. Because, like, usually when Fallout announces, like, so you had Fallout 3, and then immediately after they made uh, New Vegas, which was still good, but it was just like, uh, I feel like you could have took a little bit more time. And then they, you know, Fallout 4 came out, which is like, it feels like the Apple thing where they're like, hey, here's the iPhone 6. Here's the yeah, 6S. Yeah. Here's the 7 yeah. now. And you're like, oh, gosh, why did we need really this middle one? Just take a little bit longer. Um, well, to be fair... I mean, to be fair, Vegas was a different team. So, like, three and four were the yeah. main line. But, yeah, this one, I'm very surprised because I think everyone thought this was going to be a little thing. And yeah. instead, they came out and said, this is the biggest one we've made yet. It's four times bigger than Fallout 4. Yeah. Um, which is insane. Which um, is, like, I don't know if I'll ever finish that game then since it's four times. Right? <laughs> yeah. I didn't even finish out <laughs> yeah. uh, But I don't think you're meant to. That's Quattro. the interesting thing. So, so it's a prequel. And, yeah, the thing that uh, maybe what you're alluding to, Alex, is that people have been upset because it's online. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there's been, I've, oh, the first thing I learned about this game was the backlash because I got to these conferences a little late. And, and uh, when you watch the conference, I don't know if people who are angry watch the conference or not, but Todd Howard, in his very relaxed way that he does because he's not desperate, he doesn't need to prove anything to anybody. Yeah. Um, he just kind of like said, look, don't worry about it. Like, if you like playing Fallout solo, you can play this game solo. And that's how you will still play it and you'll be fine. Um, but he did say it's easier if you're playing it with other people. So it might be a little bit of a harder game for you. Um, but he really want to express like what you love about solo you do with this and and doing it multiplayer is like we don't this is like this is the apocalypse we're not gonna have loads of people running around we're not trying to boast we've got yeah. big servers we've got like what a f- just a very small groups in these and i will say every time i play a Bethesda game i mean i look i like solo games that's how i like to do it. i like to play games solo if i'm playing games online i want to play them co-op that's what i enjoy like multiplayer just doesn't really appeal to me um but every time i've played a bethesda game i've always said 
the only thing that can make like Skyrim better for me or Fallout 3 is like I wish I could just like play with a friend and we could wander around this world together and explore it together but I always said you know even just one person you know even just co-op with one extra person would make me so happy so I'm a little worried with how yeah it will be with people like killing you and stuff you know how much grief it'll give out but at the same time, I'm just, I am excited to finally get to do a Bethesda game with one of you guys and get to actually wander around it. Like, yeah. I mean, I was reading somewhere and I could, it could, it could have been wrong or I could have just not remembered it probably. You're wrong. But yeah, it was the whole thing about the servers being quite small. And I, the, I swear I saw somewhere where it was like the number was like, you could have max out of like 12 people. Yeah. I or think something like that. And like in a map that's four times the size of... <laughs> Fallout 4 12 people is not gonna That's yeah true. it's not gonna feel crap unless you're playing with a friend I feel like you very rarely even run into someone yeah maybe it's not 12 I people mean, if you're both- cause in my head it was 12 but yeah you're right that'd be the same yeah <laughs> also <laughs> if you're great. in a city you would hear people like you'd hear gunshots yeah. and oh, crazy true. stuff um yeah I, I don't I'm like if still iffy about it cause like even the like release trailer or whatever it's just, I don't know, like when they announced four, it had like this whole theme behind it and all that. Whereas like this one's just like, yeah, the very first vault, you're like, oh no, gee. Um, mm-hmm. They had a cool booth, um, like for the game in E3. Should I talk about it now? Or should I wait a bit? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So uh, Fallout had a, like a whole experience thing. So you waited in line and they had all these actors. A friend of mine was like one of them which I didn't recognize her until she was just like, we've met before, like in her, in the creepy, <laughs> cool. like fallout, like brainwash thing. I was oh, like, what? Man. I was like, oh shit. I was like, hey, and she's like, hey, welcome. I'm so glad you're able to make it. I was like, this is really creepy, but also like she stayed in character. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I was like, we should definitely catch up outside. And she's like, yeah, <laughs> I hope I can awesome. make it outside, but I'll let you, if I see you, I'll let you know. And I'm like, well Fuck, done. That's creepy. Um, but they checked you in and then they like gave you party favors they're like oh man do you remember last night you're really wasted or like and stuff i was like oh yeah yeah the party uh okay (laughs) um and then they gave us all these things and like we're telling us like well it's because it's called like reclamation day um so they're like preparing you for the outside world and then you go into uh like up into the platform into one of the rooms and there's like a doctor to like check your like cognitive skills like if you can they do like an assessment and they're in character too so like the doctor's kind of like an asshole they just like are dicks to you they're like choose one of these items there's like six items uh that you would take out into the real world so i grabbed rope it's like okay you come across um uh or like you you get attacked by like you you have radiation poison poisoning in your arm what do you use the rope how would you use the rope to survive and i'm like uh i was like how the hell would you use rope i'm like use the rope to maybe cut the circulation off on my arm so it doesn't spread and he's and i was like he's like uh he's like yeah well you're definitely not gonna survive out there like blah blah and he starts going i was like well i'll just use the rope <laughs> to hang myself he's like there you go see you're a smart noodle or whatever I was like, Holy shit. and then they put you in an escape room and you gotta like all work together to try to like cool escape it which was what? really cool yeah how many people would they put in a room at a time um there's like there's like uh some people had like a party of six but we were just like a party of four nice um but it was it was really fun they should have put you in the amount of people that they could fit on their servers maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe exactly. six is a cap maybe six, <laughs> six is a cap. cap uh that sounds fucking cool yeah um yeah 
Yeah, I know. I'm actually kind of excited. My only worry is, yeah, that it is pretty quick, like you're saying, Justin, from part four for them to like bring this out. It's like, okay, when they're, work- when they're working on a lot of other stuff that we're going to get to in the Bethesda conference. Yeah. It's like, okay. When did you have time? One. Yeah. Um, another non-exclusive on the Xbox was The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. This is actually coming out next week and it is free. Um, and it's from the Life of Strange, Life of Strange people. Um, it looks pretty cool. Very similar. I saw Very Hot Dog. Style. I saw Hot Dog, man. He makes me happy. So, oh yeah, hot dog man. He was everywhere. It's funny, like I really, I really want to play that game, but even just watching the trailer, and it's the same with Life of Strange, where it's like, you know, this is Life is Life is Strange is very much like this is the whole hipstery young millennial mm-hmm. thing, and this one feels just very deliberately like this is a coming of age story, <laughs> like just the way the trailer was formed and the music, and it was just yeah, I know. But it I kind of like, want to punch it at the same time as loving it. <laughs> yeah, <really> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I feel exactly the same way. Um, <laughs> the uh, near automata that's coming to Xbox that was on PS4 last year and was quite a big deal. Uh, Metro Exodus that is another of my top twenty games. Um, this these games uh, the Metro these are the man the Metro, the Metro games are so fucking good. Um, if you're ever if for some they've been this weird slow burners you know, um, but if you're ever into Half Life games um, and then PC games Stalker. Um, the Metro games are fantastic. Like they, they really carry on something that not that other games just don't do, which are proper f- uh, first-person, single-player-only narrative games with really yeah, it just feels like that sort of Half-Life, you know, like that old PC sort of thing. Um, and this game looks so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm all excited about it. Kingdom Hearts three got a trailer. Oh, Battlefield yeah, five so one. You know what Kingdom Hearts? Mm-hmm. I played it. Cause this, uh, you played it? Mm-hmm. I don't get the Kingdom Hearts thing at all, man. I, like, I try to get excited and I look at it and it just looks like... I just don't get it. It looks like a Toys for Life game to me. I don't... Well, initially when it started, there's a meme. It's like, you either die a Disney... Like, you die a Disney character or you live long enough to see yourself in Final Fantasy. Because that's how the art style goes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of cool because it's... Um, you know, it's it's got like Final Fantasy feel to it. Um, I don't the mechanics, like Final Fantasy. Yeah. Well, that's because <laughs> that you don't be like Wick. Like I'm just kidding. Um, the uh, it's very. <laughs> Where did that come it's, from? Uh, anywho, the gameplay mm. for it. Uh, it's man, the world feels a lot bigger. Um, the fighting is more is definitely s- smoother. Um, I feel like they fixed a lot of things. The story, like. Yeah, the story is crazy, man. Like they, Disney's definitely using all their properties in this. I don't know about Star Wars yeah. or Marvel because that's yeah, there's like, no Star Wars or Marvel apparently. Yeah, yeah which everything else because it's all right, original right. Uh, Disney properties, not like mm-hmm. you know bought ones. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if Incredibles will be. In it. I wonder if Moana is going to be in it. Or Lilo and Stitch. They should have Lilo Everyone. and Stitch. Yeah, Stitch was. I thought Stitch was confirmed. I think. If it, yeah, I mean, yeah, I just can't get excited about it. I've watched quite a lot about it because I feel like it should be, but you're really an don't old care. man, dude. Just don't care. Just don't care. Because <laughs> you're an old man. Old man. Apparently, I'm an old man who doesn't like women. That's apparently who I am now. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. You're heartless. I'm genuinely worried anybody who hasn't listened to like many of our podcasts. <laughs> this is the. That's what they're, they're now going to think that genuinely, <laughs> I'm some like racist, misogynistic, <laughs> complete dick. Heartless um, man. You're the heartless right, Tales, in the game. Uh, Tales of Vesperia, um, The Division 2 is getting more stuff. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, 
Uh, but let's get to that actually when we get to Square Enix. Uh, Devil May Cry 5 had a hilarious fucking reveal. Uh, which I sent you guys a clip of the foppish head guy yeah. who introduced the lead uh, the lead director. <laughs> and he introduced him speaking Japanese like very well for his name and then like looks at the camera and it's like yeah yeah <laughs> he's got like this <laughs> right, 90s yeah. like emo surfer kind of <laughs> it's so funny what a tool he I mean I'm, I don't like to speak ill of people but oh my god he looked like yeah an idiot um, they're all excited with this because they did the reboot DMC and now they're going back to like actually do a proper sequel to Devil May Cry 4 so this is Devil May Cry 5 and it's very weird um yeah. they've made basically dante look a lot like the one from dmc so it's like they wanted to make dmc 2 but people got upset that dante wasn't you know the lead character so alex looks very amused i'm just watching <laughs> that clip again <laughs> the intro. it's just so it's just, just little, like he might be a lovely guy and that was just a mistake weird fluke moment but oh my god he looks like a dick in that moment You're, it's, oh, it's good it is good yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, Devil Cry 5 uh, Jump Force So we're getting yeah. a weird game Naruto yeah. uh, You've got Luffy like Smash Bros. And you've got Dragon Ball characters All joining up uh, In this sort of co-op battle Thing uh, Justin, you're a Naruto fan uh, I'm a big Luffy fan I'm a Jump fan there I'm a Dragon Ball fan there we go, guys. We found our characters. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, my problem is I don't know. I don't know. I don't think this will actually be any good. <laughs> I got excited by the trailer and then like, yeah. I'm not yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, like the concept <laughs> idea is really awesome. Execution, I'm not sure. But yeah. um, I'm I mean, worried it's going to end up like one of those fucking oh, what do you call it? Uh, Dynasty Warriors kind of games, you know? Mm. Yeah, I watched yeah. it the first time as well and got very pumped, and then showed my housemate Carter and. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I was just not as pumped after that. It was a little flat. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's like, oh, I wish I didn't share this. Kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fact that he made it look all dark. If they're just like colorful and having fun, but it looks like they go, we're gonna go really serious by bringing together yeah. these three ridiculous yeah. characters. Yeah, <laughs> it's like have fun with it, guys. Um, all right, Dying Light Two got a reveal. Looks much more intense, but much more, you know, m- much of the same parkour, first person zombies, but. Yeah. Now I didn't Denser. play. I didn't play the first one, and I was watching the trailer. Some of the trailers for this was the first one. Um, was there as much world building in that as there is? There seems to be in this one. When you say world building, what do you well, mean? Well, well, they were sh- they were really like emphasizing, you know, how whatever factions you choose to cooperate with influences yeah, how no. your world builds up, and that influences. Like, no, no, no. Yeah, it was right. very much. It was pretty straightforward the first game it was like open world it was one of the guys who did dead island and this was the game yeah. they really wanted to do um yeah it, it felt a bit like mirror's edge meets dead island but set in a very bleak city it was mechanically mm. really good actually but i just found it too bleak i didn't really want to be in it that much um this one looks much denser and i don't know i'll give it a go but yeah i was i was not, interested not in that aspect of yeah because the trailer i watched was like you need to go to the water tower and these are the choices and this is this is like how your experience could be different to one of your friends i was like that sounds awesome right. and then it was like and at night the zombies come and then i was like i'm out <laughs> too, 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 too scared we're learning the type of game you want you just want a game that's unpopulated <laughs> basically <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly i want the fallout 76 server to just have 
you guys and that'll be it and we could just wander around <laughs> sounds great we can just go play bottle cap games and yeah, yeah. it'd be brilliant um yeah i would genuinely enjoy that you should play shadow of the colossus that's what you should play there's nobody in that yeah um just cause 4 got its uh first sort of proper trailers it looks like more just cause every every time it gets bigger and bigger it's like the expendables you know um <laughs> i i always i like the just cause games but you know they always have the same flaws as well so i'm not convinced this one will be i watched you play just the just cause game you're like i'm gonna climb this mountain and parachute down and i totally did that yeah it was actually really awesome <laughs> that's the thing it's really in a 10 minute or five minute bite it looks fucking amazing these games because the stuff you can do is so cool but there's not much else like i don't know the worlds are kind of empty um and then the big 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 one um arguably the biggest game of the weekend was cyberpunk 2077 uh behind closed doors only uh for people actually getting to see the game itself there was hour-long gameplay stuff going on uh incredibly glowing reports from people saying it's spectacular it's first person was confirmed uh people were also saying this isn't simply a cyberpunk version of witcher it is very much its own thing incredibly dense city very very obviously um uh blade runner and akira sort of style uh but yeah we got a big old cgi trailer for it the blew away a lot of people i find it difficult with this stuff because it's, you know you can make a great cgi trailer yeah, i trust them to make game. a great game yeah i mean obviously it's going to be great it's project cd yeah i uh had the opportunity to go play it and get a statue but i was too busy getting more swag <laughs> more swag <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i really wanted swag I was like you better have a good excuse i was too busy trapped in my escape room in bethesda's fucking <laughs> dude there was like so much well there was other games that i wanted to play okay okay oh. um yeah are you guys are you excited for this game now yes definitely but like you said it's it's hard to without seeing gameplay you know yeah you can make a really pretty pretty trailer but still i'm uh, pretty pumped i saw one headline and it may have just been clickbait but it was like cyberpunk 2077 you can get naked and have sex <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> and I was like, while, while no you're way. playing the game, or <laughs> that's the future. <laughs> yeah, um, while playing the game, while playing the yeah. game, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I was playing. That, that's why I didn't get to go because I was doing <laughs> Too busy the secret naked. game. I was playing the secret game. Oh really? You're yeah. playing the secret game? It was either that or that. I was like, ah, I really play something that no one else is gonna get to play until a couple of years. Fair enough. Yeah. You've Fair said enough. too much. There's someone behind oh, you. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, my only problem with the side, but not a problem at all, but for me it's like Bethesda with uh, Fallout and Elder Scrolls, is I'm more into fantasy than I am into like sci-fi worlds. Like I prefer left field sci-fi to fantasy, but in a, I like a pretty world to walk around and I find sci-fi worlds are normally pretty bleak, you know, and dark, and uh, whereas fantasy ones can be pretty pretty. So I'm always enjoy Fallout, but I prefer an Elder Scrolls. And my only thing with cyberpunk is... It's, it's yeah, not punk I think enough. I'll prefer, I think, no, I think like for me, I prefer the world of a Witcher game than a cyberpunk one um but i'm just excited from anything from those developers because they're great i just want mm -hmm. like the perfect amount of cyber and the perfect amount of punk you know i think there's going to be more <laughs> cyber than punk that's yeah, my that's my personal and projection for i this want game. more a little more punk than cyber i need a um, little bit more 2077 personally mm, yeah i don't yeah. think there's going to be any 2077 <laughs> i think it's going to be more like three 77 from yeah it's just it's probably just be <laughs> like it looks way cyber too futuristic for 20 we're nearly there with a splash of punk 
with a little bit of nostalgia of 2077. <laughs> so exactly. already disappointing. Uh, the, uh, the last big news from the Microsoft <coughs> conference was they bought out a whole bunch of developers, including Ninja Theory, who did Hellblade, um, Send You a Sacrifice. They bought out Undead Labs, who did State of Decay. And they bought out Compulsion Games, who made We Happy Few. And they bought out Playground Games, who made Forza Horizon, um, all of those games. And they built a new company called The Initiative. Um, so they're really going all in on That's we need more exclusives. We need more exclusive okay. games and they're trying to like pave the way for the future because it's definitely been a mistake Microsoft have made this generation. There's not enough uh, huge exclusives. So they're trying to like, they know it's going to take some time. So I think they're just getting ready. What's weird with that though is that Forza Horizon games are only on Xbox anyway. State of Decay has only been on Xbox, isn't it? I mean, not, you know, some yeah. Microsoft platforms, but... Um, so two of those already we're only making games for xbox i, I do like that microsoft has the ability to make games now cross-platform with their pc and uh console um yeah i'm excited for that future where i can just play games with you I don't guys know, my i don't know this pc game that you're talking about lifelike games. um then when next boy with I'm 11 a games. Kind of guy. so bethesda <laughs> all right it took them 20 minutes in to their conference between the f- before the first game started. Uh, we got Rage 2 was the first one that they Who showed. Who even asked of, for that? I pretty, I loved, I really enjoyed Rage, man. The first so Rage kind of was like Rage so repetitive, man. It was. But really pretty and I liked the world. Um, yeah, I don't think this is going to be that exciting to be honest. But, yeah. I don't know. I kind of like it. But it took 20 <laughs> minutes to get to their first game. I couldn't believe it. The conference just took forever to get going. Yeah. Um, and this is the one where they had Andrew WK come out. Did, um, he, did he throw out lollipops? <laughs> it's fucking insane. Like, so if you guys haven't seen this, go and watch it. But you need with the sound. So, like, do it after this podcast. It's ridiculous. He comes out. Half the people just don't seem to know who he is. So, he has to say, I'm Andrew WK. <laughs> and <laughs> in my head, because I've never listened to him, I've only, like, seen pictures of him. I always imagined him as, like, a club kind of person. <laughs> And I didn't realize he's like rock. No, he's, he's like super heavy rock. metal rock. He's like good boy rock. No drugs, just pure fun. Is he really? He's like a motivation- he came out- Andrew WK Dude. is a motivational speaker. Is he really? Fucking hell, man. Because he came out and he did this song that I just thought was so inappropriate. And he just looked like he was off his fucking head on drugs. I mean, he just like had the energy where you're just like, what the fuck yeah, is yeah, happening? Yeah, no, he's a super positive. Like, uh, people would talk about him. They're like, yeah, I ran into Andrew WK. He like wears the fanny pack and he gave me like candy. That was it. Oh, he's so weird, man. He's so weird. And that's like pretty much how they started their conference. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> what a weird um, note to start it on. And there are a lot of Elder Scrolls games yeah. uh, trying to make up for something. So Four, many. technically, that they talked about. So the Elder Scrolls Legends, um, this is their card game, which is multi-platform. Um, there was the Elder Scrolls Online. There's a whole bunch of new stuff with that, which is doing very well. Then they announced Doom Eternal, the sequel to Doom, uh, or that reboot. Wait, they also had uh, their uh, Elder Scrolls, like... We're yeah. getting to them. Okay. okay. We're getting to them. Okay. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a few, and then you switch to Doom. <laughs> well, yeah. Sorry, I've done. I've got them in the order that they were um, that they were talking okay. about. Uh, Doom Eternal, which there only was one shot of technically, um, looks like more Doom. Uh, Quake Champions. Prey has some DLC with Moon Crash, which is meant to be this infinitely playable DLC, like you can keep playing it again and again and again, which is true of everything. I feel, okay. but I think it's meant to do <laughs> yeah. different things each time. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Wolfenstein 2 is getting new DLC in Young Blood. Young which is about Blood. His two, uh, his two daughters, his twin daughters. Oh, is Young this Blood. just DLC? Is it? Yeah, just DLC. Yeah, right, but I think it's like DLC. standalone DLC. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, Fallout 76, they did a whole bunch of this and really sh- explained it all properly, did the walkthroughs, but we've talked about that already. Then they talked about the Elder Scrolls Blades. Is this one you are going to say, Justin? Yeah, With uh, yeah. Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wesley Snipes, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yes. Uh, this is a fucking phone game, um, which they say you can play on other things as well, though. Like, you will be able to play it on consoles. Um, and it's essentially a full-on Elder Scrolls game, which, I mean, these are the thing. I see these games. I don't play phone games, so this isn't for me. But I see these things, and I'm like, well, it's very impressive. You managed to fit a whole Elder Scrolls game on a phone. That's incredible. But that's the last thing I want to be doing on my phone is using imaginary analog thumbsticks and trying to, like, yeah. you know, play, play this. And then they're like, oh, Andrew, you can play it in portrait mode. It's like, well, that sounds like a fucking nightmare. How do I control this game in Jesus portrait Christ. mode? Jesus Christ. Also... Man, way to fuck kids' eyes up. <laughs> that is true. Good thing to think about children. Um, it just seems like a weird waste of resources to me. I was like, cause the, and he started off the conference. God bless him, Todd Howard, by saying we wanted to do something uh, like we liked it. We wanted to think of something completely new. You know, it's like a whole new way to like do games on your iPhone after Fallout Shelter um, with how we can adapt our stuff. It's like we well, didn't. You just took an Elder Scrolls game <laughs> and put it yeah. on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Um, but sure, if you're into it, awesome. Like honestly, if you're a big phone person and you got long commutes and you just want to play with Elder Scrolls, great. Uh, Starfield is the game they've been working on for a long time. Uh, or just get a Switch. Yeah, yeah, or just get a Switch. Yeah, Seriously. just yeah, just get a fucking Switch and play Skyrim on the Switch. Um, <laughs> Starfield is the yeah, it's basically a new IP for them. It's so they don't just go back and forth between Fallout and Elder Scrolls. Um, and it's going to be set in space. It's going to be a sci-fi, we presume, open world game. Like you already sci-fi. hate it. It's going to be... Al hates it. Science. <laughs> it's bleak. Because as well... Bleak sci-fi world. Hates it. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> they did a fake... They did a fake Skyrim trailer um, to do with a special version that you play using Alexa. Um, what? Which was weird. What? Yeah, they did this whole thing like some dude shouting at his Alexa and Alexa was telling him what's happening. It was very strange. Um, and then they closed out the conference um, of only 11 games by announcing the one he says that we all keep asking for, which is the Elder Scrolls VI. Um, no name yet, just the Elder Scrolls VI. And one image, <laughs> which basically means they haven't even started, have they? They were just like, God damn it, everyone's going to hate us if we don't put up yeah. that we're making this at some point. Because it was just um, that, it's just that one trailer, right? With that panning shot of the world. Yeah, which looks staggeringly beautiful. Yeah. Like there's an ocean, there's mist, mountains. Mm-hmm. I was like, yep, yeah, I'm all in. Yep. But no. So yeah, who knows? Could be 25, 2025 by the time that comes out. 2077. Yeah. 2077. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that was the Bethesda. Then on Sunday, we got Square Enix with a very, very, very Japanese conference yeah. <laughs> introduced by... It was so weird. I didn't... Yeah, very Japanese. Uh, they started off with Shadow of the Tomb Raider. They showed off some gameplay of her, Lara, in the jungle. Um, looked well, very dense. Very cool. <clears throat> welcome to the jungle. Not as excited 
for me, to be honest, because I was so disappointed with the last one. I really liked the first, the like Tomb Raider it's reboot. It's so weird, man. It's so weird. You're so disappointed with the last one. You're like the only person yeah, who I doesn't don't... prefer that one to the first one. I don't know. I really liked the first one. And then the, the, the second one for me just felt the narrative was just super clunky and the the sort of action sequences were really janky as well i think maybe because i was like i can't remember if i played it right off the back of uncharted 4 so i was very much holding it up against that and i was like no but then even thinking of the first tomb raider the reboot i was like i really enjoyed that and yeah i just didn't so seeing this trailer i was like i'll still play it but i'm not super pumped fair enough fair enough is it because you wish there was a guy in the lead character rather than a female? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think, you know, it's 2018, make Lara Croft, Larry Croft. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. Larry Crotch. Fucking quality. <laughs> Larry Crotch. <laughs> Larry Crotch. <laughs> um, I, just, I mean, I don't know. I think it looks... It, I'm intrigued, but my worry is, yeah, when these games try and get all dark and serious, they normally fall on their face because you have mm. to do stupid, silly things in them. Um, so we'll see. I'm interested in the psychological breakdown they're trying to do with her, but it's kind of similar to what, yeah, they did with Nate Drake and Uncharted 4. Yeah. Um, which is the greed of the chase taking over. Uh, then they announced a whole bunch of stuff that I didn't really understand. Final Fantasy 14 has something called Under the Moonlight coming, and then Final Fantasy 14 X Monster Hunter World. Oh, I don't really understand what that is. Um, they did more about the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit. Uh, where I got to see the very nice looking um, I think they're French Canadian aren't they I think people who make this game um, who looked exactly how you'd expect like a couple of very lovely hipsters who you both want to hug and punch (laughs) in the face (laughs) Um, Dragon's Quest 12 Echoes of an Elusive Age love the title (sighs) I mean I love I I enjoy some Dragon Quest I'm always waiting for a good one to get into Um, but yeah just the music really fucking put me off on this uh, Babylon's Fall, they did more on Nier Automata coming to Xbox. Octopuff Traveler, which if you've got a Switch, yeah. very exciting game. That looks great. Yeah. Uh, Just Cause 4, uh, they announced by a live action, I think it was live action or it was very convincing CGI, if not, a thing called The Quiet Man. Um, and they said they're going to be telling more about that in August. And then they closed out with Kingdom Hearts 3. Then we got Ubisoft. Ooh. 10 games Ooh. so few so few oh. uh, they began with more music we had the Just Dance 2019 <laughs> yeah. and I wanted to shoot myself so ready to dance <laughs> it was so painful everyone's like dressed up and dancing and they started off like outside the conference room and it just looked terrible it was just such a bad idea um, but then they went into a CGI trailer for Beyond Good and Evil 2 which looks from a CGI trailer it's like I just want to see this movie it looks like Cowboy Bebop um, nice but with animals Wait, which one is it um, uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 mm. yeah. it looks phenomenal but again it's a CGI trailer uh, they showed some bits of gameplay before though um, and then the two big things with this were they brought out Joseph Gordon-Levitt onto stage because Hit Record are going to be involved with this creating assets for it including the music um, there's a lot of debate about whether that's a positive thing or not because essentially you're not really paying the artist appropriately yep. to for these jobs that should be happening nope um Wait, and they're gonna be the creating assets for beyond good and evil too yeah right yeah. you know you know like his whole hit record thing with like yeah collaborative yeah 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 um and people people got very excited to see um 
Joseph Gordon-Levitt on stage. And yeah, and I really loved the lady. Uh, I forgot, I don't know the names, but the lady, there's a lady and a guy who were kind of, it's their baby and they were talking about the game. And then as they walked off stage, they didn't take out her radio mic quick enough. So if you listen oh, to it as no. they walk off and they start the next thing, you can hear her go, we nailed it, we nailed it. <laughs> That's really <laughs> sweet. That's yeah. nice. It really That's like, nice. and then I thought of someone telling her and breaking her heart. <laughs> yeah. She seems such a lovely lady. This, uh, um, this trailer looks stunning. It's fucking great, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I just want to see the movie, man. It looks like there's a shot of one of the girls in the spaceship that looks incredible. And it's the exact angle they do the cowboy bebop shots. It's, yeah, it's fucking <clears throat> cool. Yeah, that, tr- that cinematic sh- trailer was pretty intense. Damn. So, yeah, that's one of my selects for the top 20 of the weekend. And everyone was um, from England in that crew. England. It's a little bit... Uh, it's, it's sci-fi, though, also yeah i'll hate it yeah most likely you sci-fi will. and women and pigs i don't eat pigs so yeah. Uh, yeah. so many reasons <laughs> not to play that game uh trials rising um was announced it's a new proper trials game yes. after which you know if you like your motorbikes and you like your trials i tell you what you know what occurred to me justin you and i like to play some doritos crash course yes. too uh trials pretty great game like Yes, as I was watching it, I was like, you yeah. know what? I should like Trials yeah, because you, I like you Doritos. You would like Trials. You'd also get really I've frustrated. I've played it, but I get, I get really frustrated. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but the new um, one should be really fun. I think it's harder than Doritos. You know what we need? Hmm. Doritos Crash Course 3. Wow. I was waiting for that to see 3. Nothing happened. Why don't we just start tweeting like, hey, Doritos, when are you <laughs> going to release a new Doritos Crash Course? When do you get your shit together, guys? Get your shit together. Be at E3, release another Doritos Crash, crash <laughs> Course. One of the best games. It is honestly, I play it quite a lot. Um, the Division Two. That's some more stuff uh, that's happening. The I don't trust it. Version I mean, Division. we we had high hopes for the first one, and they dropped yep. the ball so hard. I yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but it's Ubisoft. They do tend to get things right on the second time round. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, Ubisoft. Assassin's I mean, Creed. Ubisoft. <gasps> How oh, dare wow. you? Shots fired. Wow. You heard you prefer, it here first. You prefer EA to Ubisoft? Uh, no, I don't prefer either, to be honest. <laughs> Ooh, oh, double oh. shots fired. I'm a, I'm more of a oh. rock star kind of guy. I like me some Ubisoft. I think Ubisoft do good stuff these days. Um, they also had, so they got three of my top 20 games in this conference. Beyond Good and Evil 2, and then we've got Skull and Bones. Skull and Bones. Which, we can talk more about Sea of Thieves because you watch the fucking gameplay of Skull and Bones and it breaks my heart because, I, like I say, I want to love Sea of Thieves so much because I love yeah, that world. I love the art style. You'll hate uh, Skull and Bones is literally you're on the boat. You don't ever get to come off the boat and you're just fighting other boats. They have bits where you're off the boat in this. Oh, in now the they do? You're walking now around. Yeah, it? yeah. Um. It literally, they basically, <laughs> without saying it, it looks like they're making Sea of Thieves, but the way that it should have been done. There's like so much going <coughs> on. Because for the longest Shots time, Shots fired back. Because for the longest time, <laughs> they were just boats. It was only you were on ships the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I believe you. And I believe you. I'm it. sure it's. My only worry for it is that it's going to be too much action because I just want to explore. Yeah. And they kept saying exploration, but they kept not showing it. Yeah. Um, you know what it's going to be? This I feel like this is going to be one of those scenarios where it's like PUBG and Fortnite, where Fortnite mm-hmm. was starting their game, bigger. and they're like, "Oh shit, we're gonna tank." This other game's doing well. Let's steal the idea. And now Fortnite's much bigger than PUBG. Yeah, so it's like, you know, which is crazy. Yeah, it is crazy, isn't it? Um, well, anyway, I'm excited about Skull and Bones. I think it looks fucking stunningly beautiful. Yeah, um, I mean, if you if you get to sing the shanties, then I'm all for it. Bull and scones. Ah, yes. He did it. He did it. Uh, <laughs> All those scones. Um, 
Then a Starlink Battle for Atlas. There's some For Honor DLC. Um, there's the Crew 2, which is actually coming out, I think, next week. Crew or in a couple weeks. Um, <laughs> then they talked about Transference. So this is a very weird indie game by Elijah Wood. Um, and he, Elijah Wood came out after Joseph Gordon-Levitt had just been out earlier. Um, he came out? chatted about this. <laughs> Dang, he came out on stage. They both came out? Dang! <laughs> um, and man, he seems like a really lovely guy. And this is a very weird, yeah, interesting game. I can't tell yet if it's going to work or not, but um, it's it's. Um, let me see if I can read something about it. So yeah, because it's very weird. It's like a psychological thriller. Um, all right, uh, all right, all right. Yeah, I don't Wait, know. So it's it got film elements. It's got game elements. Don't ask me any questions. I watched yeah. it and I was still confused. I'm looking at the trailer. So it's like a first person-y thing. I don't know. It seemed more like a concept video of what they showed, but I think they're quite a long way along, so I don't know. Elijah, you mystery man. I'm intrigued, though. And then the last game that they obviously wanted to show off at the Ubisoft conference was Assassin's Creed, the colon odyssey. Um, That colon. So this is coming hard off the back. We weren't even sure if we'll get an Assassin's Creed game this year, but we are, and it's right off the back. They're back into the annual cycle. Origins last year, this looks like Origins, but set in ancient Greece. I grew up with my mom, who was huge into ancient Greece, and I'm called Alexander because of, um, like, yeah. The great one. Stuff. The great one. Um, and I was, I, so I'm huge into my Greek mythology. I love all this shit, and I've always been desperate for a game like this. Um, I was initially like blown away by it and I was showing stuff to my mom um, and yeah I don't know the same hit thing hit me that has hit me with a lot of Assassin's Creed games where I'm like I'm really really excited about it but then as I look at it and I try and study the game minutia detail I'm like yeah I still just don't really want to be doing that um, but Alex you are still unearthing joys and origins I hear tell I know because like I was so if you go back a few podcasts when origins came out I played the first hour I was like no. Nope. No, I don't like that. It's just silly. It's kind of like Assassin's Creed, but it's not. And then, yeah, and then speaking to our friend Taylor Morris, who's like, just get past the first hour. It gets really good. And then I just got sucked in. And I love Origins so much. Getting sucked in. And yeah, I was telling you yesterday, I'm like 50 plus hours, finished the main campaign, and I discovered a whole region that I hadn't discovered. And I was just like cheering and whooping and and (laughs) Carter was next to me playing on his Switch. And I was just like, look at all the things I haven't discovered. And I was just getting very excited as I went around the map. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I mean, this game just looks to me, watching the trailer, looks more of the same. So um, it looks stunning. I'll definitely play it. And I hope it'll be as sort of um, fulfilling as the last one. I actually, before playing Origins yesterday, like revisiting because I hadn't played it in a while. Um, for whatever reason, I decided to, before playing that, play Syndicate, which I think was the one before Origins. Yeah. And I had only played maybe a couple of hours of that. So I was I restarted it because I couldn't remember any of this story. And boy, is it it's uh, it, it it was unplayable for me, like going oh, from Origins back. to go back to that. Um, yeah, and it just doesn't look as nice and it's yeah and and, and it, for me it made clearer yeah the steps that, that they're going in and what i think is much better now which i initially having played origins was like no this is not the experience i agree I no i agree like, i think it definitely getting better and better and better uh in terms of world and scope and everything my only problem is because i played like one two all the dlc three um black flag 
the two in between brotherhood like by the time yeah. they got to these uh, and i'd burnt out quite early anyway by the time we got to this it's like the world is, is much much better but i'm just like those core mechanics are basically the same as yeah absolutely the second one and i'm just so bored of those core mechanics i don't want to do it anymore um which is a shame because yeah for me it's like if they took those worlds and then stuffed them full of stuff like breath of the wild then i'd be totally into it but mm-hmm. there's just there's not stuff that makes me want to explore if you know what i mean and you know at um, the at the heart of it the yeah the the mechanics as well of of the missions is exactly the same they're all super repetitive it's like well here's a bigger fort with a bigger boss and you know you ultimately choose and play the same way through each mission um but for me the world in origins is just so stunning and so beautiful to to ride around like even yesterday i was on a boat and i was like connor look at the lighting on the water this is the i was like this is the water of the year water of the year award <laughs> yeah i think that's, uh, it was just like CFD the sun was like coming over this hill and then reflecting off the off the water onto to me on the boat no uh, let's just say by the end i i had no pants on <laughs> by the end um, <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm looking forward to all the mythological stuff in Odyssey, though, because yeah, they did show teasers for like the Minotaur and stuff like that. Like, it's it's. I'm excited if there's some Medusa action and some Pegasuses and you know Medusa. Um, then we had Sony. We just got two more conferences to go for. Sony had about 24 games. They're exclusives. Yeah. Well, we'll get to the big one in a second. Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. That's one of my top 20. Oh boy, this game. That's the tension looking one. That's what I'm saying. Oh baby this is a fucking beautiful looking game i have to say when it got to the action i lost interest a little bit but just because i'm less interested in the action nowadays but the opening of that game and then the last fight they do in the yep. uh, with the tree with the fire yeah <coughs> yep. so good. what a beautiful game um the fields yeah. at the beginning with all of the like the rolling wheat and stuff or right i guess it's rice fields isn't it yeah yeah i, I like so. this more than um what was the other one called the ghost, um, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, I, be, I and I, I just because for me, the the supernatural elements are really cool. But I like that this is a sort of the, they're making it more grounded and and like yeah. realistic. It just. Well, I think stunning. the problem is is like I prefer the world of something like this absolutely, um, but the combat you know from software is so good at combat. Um, mm-hmm. and the combat this looked a little because this is Sucker Punch who did like Infamous and, and Sly Cooper and things like that there's a certain looseness to their combat which I don't it's never really appealed to me so I look at this and like it looks fantastic but I do think I'll get bored probably at some point with the combat whereas the other one yeah I might not want to explore that world as much but would, it's all about that challenge you know with the perfect yeah. chess, chess style combat so uh, but yeah very beautiful game yeah. uh, Resident Evil 2 remake got people very excited <clears throat> oh yeah um yeah it looks good looks good it certainly took me back to a long long time ago because i ended up watching yeah. clips of the original oh yeah <laughs> i was just like oh boy that's yeah it just doesn't look great now <laughs> no but i just remember playing it for the first time and yeah the impact it had then and never finishing it because i i suck it i get too scared with horror games <laughs> even resident <laughs> evil games bless you bless you alexander <laughs> Uh, so yeah, then we had Trover saves the universe, which uh, I don't know. Seemed to find itself a bit too funny for me. Like it was really into itself, which made me not find it funny. Um, There's a little purple guy in a bathtub. And purple bathtub guy. 
I don't know. I wasn't convinced, to be honest. You don't uh, like baths. I don't like purple people or barbs. <laughs> I, fucking, I can't even lie about that one. <laughs> barbs I love so much. <laughs> I can't even lie about that. Um, Neo 2 uh, is coming. This is the... Well, actually, weirdly, because Neo wasn't from From Software. That's a hard thing to say, isn't it? Wasn't from From Software. But it was like a Souls-like game, but with samurais and ninjas and stuff, which now we actually have From Software doing, but Neo 2 is coming out. So it's strange. We have a lot of Japanese sort of samurai games coming, uh, which is not a bad thing. Uh, and then, of course, we had uh, Spider-Man, another one of my top 20s. Spider-Man. That everyone's very excited about Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I have to say, I'm less excited than everybody else. Um, and I don't know why. <clears throat> I feel exactly excited. the same. <laughs> so we're, we all feel the same. That's good. We all feel yeah. the same. I was more it's excited like, when they showed the first trailer last year. This time around, I was like, yeah, I just want to see the game and play it now. Like, it felt for me, there was nothing. I didn't get anything more from what they showed. Spider-Man. Yeah. It was like, it looks beautiful, but I'm also, I'm remembering all those old ones where you'd go around the city and I'm like, all right, like, this isn't enough for me anymore. You know, it's yeah. like having a beautiful thing. And which I guess in a way is my problem with yeah, even the Assassin's Creed games. Like those things aren't enough for me anymore. It's got to be about the story and the game mechanic. And the cutscenes don't look that great. You know, it's not like, I don't know. But, but the lighting off the water onto the boat. <laughs> but the- <laughs> But, the, but that's the thing I mean I'm looking at it and I'm like so much work went into it you know Spider-Man mm. like you're looking at how to go through the streets and I'm listening to this developer talk about it and he's, he wants to cry you know he's so like the pain they've put into it the rules they've made of where the webbing can go the battle mm. mechanics are so fluid it's incredible but I'm also like yeah <laughs> it Meh. just feels so spoiled you know <laughs> it's just kind of yeah, yeah I know what you mean I'll definitely get it um, but yeah I don't know we'll see uh, and Days Gone they kind of yeah, Days gone by and still Because that, that game was their big thing last year and it, it's, they're just... They seem a little bit ashamed of it now. Um, and I watched some um, gameplay and yeah, the, the zombies looked weird. They looked like they were just sort of almost glitching yeah. over things. It was, I thought that as well. That? Yeah, I was... Yeah, and especially I was talking to Carter about this, sort of comparing the gameplay with last of us part two and days gone yeah there was like a weird jankiness when the zombies were getting killed where they were there was no like fluidity in their bodies it looked like it wasn't no. finished i don't know what it was and they'd it was run weird. over cars and they wouldn't climb over them they'd just sort of levitate onto the cars yeah yeah it's probably not yeah. finished no i think it's done justin and we're gonna judge it <laughs> as a completed game yeah 100 percent toads obviously the big exclusive which is how they started again they had they had musicians throughout this as well they had a musician come on and play a gig <laughs> before the last of us 2 and then they had a musician before ghost of tajima and play a little gig as well um but they started the whole thing in 110 and it was so awkward their conference was so fucking awkward because they started with a bunch of their own people talking uh like as if they were presenting it so you would be watching like ign or GameSpot or whatever presenting it they would hand it over to some other people then who were presenting it one of those guys was ryan clements who used to be ign very lovely guy and then it got passed over to the actual event and they're in this tent with like lights and it looks really small and you're like oh wow they've gone really bold so you're going very cool they're going to do a very small conference tent um and they do that but then it was only for the last of us and then this trailer happens for it which shows both a cutscene and gameplay um and sandwiches it very nicely and then you realize as soon as it begins that you're sitting in the tent 
that the game begins in or this cutscene begins in uh, which I thought was really fucking cool but the problem with that is then they take them up out of it and move them into the actual conference hall afterwards and they didn't know how long that was going to take so then they go back to their guys talking and it went on for ages they kept sort of going are they ready yet? no they're not ready yet and it went on for like half an hour as they tried to get everybody back in seats at the next hall after watching one trailer and then when it ended they're just chatting again and I was watching the IGN feed and you cut back to them and they're like they're all looking at each other and their literal first words were like well that was weird <laughs> Because none of them knew when to start talking again. Because there was no clear, here's the end of the Sony conference. It just sort of tapered out. Um, Very fucking weird. But Last of Us Part 2, holy fucking shit. Like, that was... Oh, oh, man. Oh, boy. Any problems people had last year with the really, you know, hyper-violent, wasn't showing Ellie, no one knew what was going on, seemed too much out of context. This for me alleviated every all my fears like this was like i mean again they're taking that voice acting and animation quirks to a level that i think even actors in real life films like (laughs) need to look at to try and match because the subtlety is so good yeah and then this cool gameplay section and then the smile she gives at the end that just leaves a chill in your bones it's like i loved it absolutely loved it yeah it uh it was mind-blowing i was talking about the oh well i was watching yeah some of it again yesterday and agree with you like the nuances in the the facial animations is just it's stunning it's stunning to just observe and look at and then the gameplay um yeah i was so impressed at how fluid and dynamic it all looked and it makes me wonder like how much of that because they said it was gameplay right yeah, but it feels so scripted because it's so yeah. fucking dynamic. Yeah. It's insane. And then just like running by and grabbing a bottle and throwing it in the same motion. It's like, <clears> is I mean, that everything possible? I mean, yeah. they're going to run the scripted like Yeah, of course. But, it, yeah. but it, yeah, yeah. But it was like, it wasn't even just that it's scripted gameplay. It's that the movements looked like it's all animated. It didn't look like yeah. it's possible. It, you couldn't see the end of one animation and the start of another animation. Oh. Which yeah. makes you think, how is that even possible? technology um, dudes Sci-fi. it's insane it's insane and they didn't even have to show any clickers or anything this was all about the people um, yeah I loved that I loved really that they didn't one. show any clickers um, oh yeah <laughs> and a little and, and a little potential yeah mention of Joel as well when someone talks about her dad at one point mm-hmm. at the beginning so you know he's probably still around um Interesting they chose not to show him, though. They're clearly focusing on Ellie as, yeah, the lead for this one. Very exciting. Uh, their PSVR stuff, Dreams, is still coming, apparently, and I really couldn't care less, to be honest. Uh, Derecine, which is a From Software PSVR game. Uh, the Tetris Effect, Ghost Giant, Beat Saber, Fireball. A Creed game called Rise to Glory. That's right, Creed from the Rocky universe. Rise to Glory. <laughs> very weird the persistent star child jupiter and mars astrobot and vacation simulator which i'm excited about oh yeah everyone a likes new a job good simulator. vacation well yeah job for people who didn't want to do a job simulator you got vacay vacay simulator is that uh, made by non-exclusive the same games as it job is. simulator i yeah, love yeah, that yeah. game that was fun i know i'm excited it nearly made it into my top 20 of the show but not quite um one of the Destiny highlights of Job Forsaken. Simulator for me was watching uh, Bethany play it and just work in the kitchen and just throw food. <laughs> she was just throwing food. 
Um, oh, man. Oh, it's Tambro's get stuck in that for hours. <laughs> he didn't want to come out. Um, Kingdom Hearts 3 was also shown in that. And then Twin Mirror, uh, which looks like it could be cool, but very a little bit janky. And then the other one, which is in my top 20, is the new Remedy game from the makers of Alan Wake and Quantum Break. The first time in a long time that they've done a non-Xbox exclusive game. This is multi-platform. A game called Control. Ooh. And this looks fucking cool. This looks like what I wanted Quantum Break to look like. Um, oh, it's cool. beautiful imagery, incredible animations. Um, and there were people who actually got to play it at E3, uh, behind closed doors stuff. And yeah, they've all said it feels kind of like Quantum Break, but you're taking that to the whole next level. And it, there was really weird stuff with the fucking with people's heads um, in the game, which they're hoping they push further because... I'm excited. They cool. push it further to like you get a mental breakdown. Kind of push it further. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, yeah. but there are there's like there's mental breakdown stuff in it, which is really there's like clockwork orange stuff in it. Like, and I'm about to break. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it looks stunning. There's, there's beautiful animations. Like when she yeah. floats at one point and she's slightly wobbly, but the, the legs are all like natural. It's really cool. Natural legs. Yeah, cool. Natural legs. Recommend. Yeah. Um, and then the last conference. Uh, of E3 was Nintendo, who, yes. as normal, didn't show didn't show up with an actual in-person conference. They just released a little video. Wait, did you mention Death Stranding? Oh shit! No, no, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I left that to talk <laughs> about at the end, and I didn't mention it because I was Please saving that to last. Death. Oh, you saving it for later? Okay. <laughs> no, no, I'll save it for the last of that conference, and then I forgot all about it. So thank you. Damn. <laughs> There's a little game called Death Stranding, which, I okay, so every no one thought everyone's been like, this game's not coming to like 2023 or something. So there's no way we're going to get actual gameplay yet because he was still shopping around for engines like not that long ago. Um, and instead, we got fucking tons of info. We got loads of actual gameplay or walking. Um, we loved, got it. Of loved it um, and if anyone wants like a full like there's actually there's a whole bunch of really good uh, ripping ripping it apart videos um, and the IGN one has illuminated a lot that I had no idea with this game which really makes a lot of sense there's so much stuff hidden in that trailer it's crazy um, this looks like a fucking weird game <laughs> fucking crazy game <laughs> in a way yeah. that only Hideo Kojima could do I love it. Yeah, they um, had a wax figure it. of him of uh, that dude. I forgot his name. The actor, there. Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. Yeah, which was so weird, but it looks really cool. There's all this stuff to do with the craters, like they think when you die and you create these craters that then people in the other games can see in a kind of like Dark Souls way, where you can see the effect other people are having on the world, but without having to interact with them. Like cool. there's so much weird stuff stuffed in that trailer. Um, yeah. That yeah, I can't remember. I'm just that, like yeah. Google the IGN. It's a game uh, where you're carrying boxes up mountains. And I, dead loved people up mountains. Dead I loved it. Mountains. I loved it. I get to, I get to see beautiful landscapes and it just wander around by myself. Beautiful legs. People taking showers. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's it. Yeah. And then there's a whole thing to do with hands and then this disease, this real life um, disease. Fuck, I forgot all about it. That people think that's why he gets a rash up his arm and it's to do with the creatures that they talk about and why the creature is invisible. Then it affects stuff around it. Um, yeah, there's, there's, honestly, there's so much deep stuff that could be going on here that's pretty yeah, crazy. Yeah, game looks so crazy. It makes me think of uh, like the landscapes of like Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Yeah. yeah. Why do you have to mention those two gems? Yeah, those two Covenant. Well, because the world that they, the, I mean, <laughs> what did I do to you, story, Justin? <laughs> the stories aren't the greatest, but the worlds are like this. 
Yeah. No, it looks stunning. True, and honestly, yeah. I think I think this this is obviously something where Hideo Kojima's gonna want to prove himself after everything that happened. Um so I think he's I think this could be his master. I think I think he's already I think he's already done oh, that. Oh, he's ripping his The Metal Gear zombie no, 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 game. But I mean I mean I mean in terms of I think he's got something personally he wants to say and like separating from Konami. I think he wants yeah, his right. first game with his own company, his new company, to be like it's gonna be something very, very special and personal, you know. Um but yeah, I highly do recommend people Google IGN Death Stranding E three twenty eighteen Breakdown. Uh, breakdown breakdown i guess yeah yeah genuinely really fascinating it was one of those ones where you watch it and normally like, oh okay oh okay and this one was like what um all right so then nintendo uh they got a game called damon x machima which was a weird thing to start with because no one seems to know what it really is uh they had some xenoblade chronicles 2 getting an expansion then they talked a bit about pokemon let's go pikachu and eevee and they announced the Pokeball Plus, so you can catch those Pokemon with the Pokeball. Um, <laughs> then, the only Nintendo game for me to make it into my top 20 of the show is Super Mario Party, because I'm a big nice. Super Mario Party fan. Yeah, that's definitely I on my like, list. Like those little games. Dude, my, <laughs> my friend was, uh, he's in that Mario Party. Oh, uh, really? In the trailer? Yeah, he's the, the, like, the very first scene with the Asian guy that's playing it that like gets yeah. a zero. I know the I know the girl April that's in that trailer. No yeah. way. <clears throat> Dirty but it, people. it looks so awesome. Yeah, I'm really excited. I've, I love Super Mario Party games. Yeah. Um, Fire Emblem, Three Houses, Octopath Traveler, Starlink, um, which has Star Fox in it. Doesn't it's, it? Is that the one? It's not really Star Fox. It's its own. No, thing. no, I know. But is what is that the one that's got Star Fox guesting in it? Well, maybe I don't know. They announced at E3, yeah, yeah. That was like the big thing was Star Fox is going to be in Starlink. Hello. I think it's that one. It's like, hmm. um, <laughs> Arena of Valor, Pixar, Ninjala, Carcassonne. Nin- Ninjala was pretty fun. I played it. Oh yeah. Actually, I, yeah. So I played it, and then they had like a little competition of people who won in the mini tournament um, to play like in a battle royale. And there was these two pro people that played with us, and the winner gets like a hundred dollar Nintendo certificate, and I beat them all. Was that the one you won? Yeah. Send that cool, that cool picture. Woo. Very well played, sir. Thank you. Guys. And that's why right. he was Mister E3. Yeah, <laughs> because Nintendo of Ninjala. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they did a bit more of Mario Tennis, and then the big thing that Mario they Tennis spend was really fun too. For yeah, yeah, it's um, it's kind of like the first one but with the this like the second remember how the second one had little like supers and stuff vaguely it's been a long yeah. time I don't know I, I just feel like it's really good I, I wasn't able to play it with just the motion controller I feel like maybe the controller you could just do the actions of it not uh, really okay but yeah it's, it's fun yeah I, I need more tennis games in my life so I, I'm yeah I really enjoyed it it was it was really good um, and then the big one that they went on, for, in my opinion, for far too fucking long. It's 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 it yeah. insanely long. It was uh, it's long. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, Super dope. And holy shit, it's goes on for like twenty minutes yeah. of them just walking you through every single character, which is basically every single character that's ever been in a Smash Bros game is coming to Ultimate, which is very exciting because presumably there'll be more as well. Just like fifty something characters or something stupid. 
and then they went through all of their new animations and then they went yeah. through like all of their like backgrounds it was like it was insane it, was it just went on and on, and on and on and on and on but um i get to play it. Hey. oh yeah yeah it was did you play as um yeah it's literally all the smash bros combined like the best parts of every one of them i'd say um the characters that they had initially they didn't have them all available right away but i played as mr pac-man which was really fun he's like really cool uh a friend of mine played as cloud and then i played as the little mac and little mario mac. it was fun it's again like that's a word i'm coming use, using but like a lot of the games like that they've updated i feel like it's like the because everything's really fast in this day and age when you play games you're just like oh it needs to be fast i don't want to see like animations or like timing like old smash brother games it was all about like the timing like you would just have right. to know when the animation and all that this is just like smooth the fighting like the the effects on it are much better um yeah it's it's really up there i'd say and i don't know if there's mini games i feel like they'll probably have mini games and stuff but the fighting feature is a lot like is is definitely been improved and then the items are still kind of the same um but it doesn't focus too much on using your like smash ultimate thing where you have to like hit that ball or whatever it oh, feels okay. like you can you can eliminate people now by just basically doing the old school way where you're just building up their percentage and just kicking their ass yeah and the blocking and then like the dodging seems to be better where it like really interacts nicely the big absence though at nintendo was no word about any of the online functionality for any of this stuff yeah uh you can play up to eight people on like local if you have like two switches and you link them or bridge them you can play up to eight people okay so okay. like a huge royal rumble as um, what they're saying Okay, and then the non-exclusives they had is Fortnite, which was a big deal because everyone's now... I've got friends texting me going, man, I, I kept overlooking Fortnite and now it's on my Switch. I'm playing this all the time. Yeah, I um, Yeah, Overcooked 2 got its reveal at Nintendo yeah. as well, which looks great. Love Overcooked 1. Uh, Killer Queen Black, Hollow Knight is coming, Ark is coming, Wasteland 2, Fallout Shelter, mm. and Mega Man 11. Mega Man! Uh, there were a few other trailers that weren't in any of the conferences. I'm just going to quickly go through some of them. I actually have to be at the cinema in 45 minutes. So well, good I'm luck. going to uh, race through these pretty quick. Um, Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown. <gasps> I didn't even see that. Plain stuff. Uh, Beyond Blue, World War Z has a game, or World War Z. Uh, Zone of the Enders 2 is getting a remastered version. It looks very pretty. Yes. Yakuza Kiwami 2, A Plague Tale, Colon Innocence. Uh, the Walking Dead has a new game, first-person shooter, yeah. interesting, um, which looks interesting. It's kind of like it's kind of like a Left 4 Dead sort of thing. It's four people teaming up, co-op, yeah. um, and then Telltale's The Walking Dead is getting the final season. Uh, a game called Satisfactory. There's an iPhone game called Kids, which looks really cool. It's like, like a the, weird based off camera. the movie. Yes, <laughs> it's all about getting uh, HIV and and dying on sofas while people have sex with you yeah. spoilers for kids yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> vigor is coming out man eater which is t it's sold as an rpg but you play as a shark swimming around biting people <laughs> right uh and then dead or alive 6 got its first trailer and they're really trying really trying to course correct that series 
to not be the weird, weird, perverted, sexualized, you know, <laughs> thing it is. They're trying to cover everyone up and make it look dark and serious and brutal. Um, good, luck good luck trying to course correct that series. Yeah, just give the fans what they want. They want more bikini <laughs> babes fighting wrestling i think i think they're still going to do the uh, beach volleyball one so they'll keep that for the sexy and now dead or alive will be like serious uh there's a game called ooblets which actually looks really cool it's um it's kind of yeah it's, it's uh, which one's this ooblets i put down is really cool i think it's the one oh yeah it's kind of like animal crossing meets um hang on let me get this up ooblets game do, 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 do. Oblitz yeah, it's a life Ob- simulation game. Really beautiful, like uh, really beautiful art style. That's a bit sort of uh, a bit like Broken Age almost, um, and it's a bit like yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. That's it. It's like Stardew Valley um, or uh, or Animal Crossing meets Pokemon, oh, but yeah. very literally. You have like little creatures that follow you around and stuff, and you collect things. Um, it was cool. Uh, Knights and bikes, which is actually coming from Double Fine, and then the last one on my top twenty, Hitman Two. Um, they're not doing episodic now. They're doing a full game, and I'm I'm actually quite a big fan of Hitman games. And Katie plays them a lot, so I enjoy I enjoy all the like. There's so much replayability. Just keep going yeah. back in and doing different stuff. Yeah, I enjoyed the last one just for that reason. Yeah, yeah, it's just nice to like keep trying. Um, that was pretty much all the games. So my top twenty that I picked out were Hitman Two, Super Mario Party, Control, Spider Man. Death Stranding, Ghost of Tsushima, The Last of Us Part 2, Beyond Good and Evil, Skull and Bones, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, The Elder Scrolls 6, even though we don't really see anything of it, <laughs> but whatever, uh, Rage 2, Cyberpunk 2077, Metro Exodus, Fallout 76, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, Harold Halibut, <laughs> Forza Horizon 4, Halo Infinite, <laughs> And Sea of Solitude. You, you didn't they mention Valkyria Chronicles list. 4. I mentioned it, but it wasn't in my top 20. No, no, but I just mean in general. It's a good uh, game. I'm sorry. It's a good game. I'm sorry. It's a good game. <laughs> it's a real good game. Um, my personal top five of the show were Metro Exodus, Halo Infinite, Death Stranding, Last of Metro. Us, Elder Scrolls 6. Interesting. Um, my, my number one for sure was The Last of Us Part 2. Um, I'm, Agreed. I mean, I, I'm so excited. Agreed. I haven't, that game. I haven't played. Has that got a release date? No, no actual release date. Release date. I think the it's just 2019. Right. Uh, I played know, the first like 10 minutes, and then you know when that event, the sad part happens, I stopped playing. I was like, I can't play this game. There's a lot of sad parts. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, like the very <laughs> first one, where it's like, no, what, no, and then it was like, can't play. Sorry. Never it's one of those it games since. where me and Alex used to joke about it because like, I'd say to him, I'm such a big Naughty Dog fan and The Last of Us is exactly my type of game. Yeah. Like exactly my type of game. But I started it four times because the combat was just too hard for me. Just too, too hard. And then it was only actually recently, like a few months ago, that I went back and then set it to easy and played it through. And it just blew my mind. It was one of those things where I was like five years late to the party and I was like, this is the best game ever made. Yeah. <laughs> I no, just, I yeah. know how amazing it is, but I'm just like... Ah, oh, man. I don't know. It's a whole nother commitment. Like, I just started Persona 5, and then oh, Jesus. I realized, or my friend told me, because uh, he plays Ryuji, and he was getting nominated. I was like, wait, you're in this game I just started? And he's like, yeah. Also, good luck. There's You're going to be putting, like, t- over 20-plus hours into this. And I'm like, 
Well, well over uh, 20. You'll be like 70 to 80. Yeah, he's like, you're going to be putting like millions of hours. And I'm just like, oh, damn it. I didn't even beat Fallout 4. The Last of Us, you put it on easy. Like, it's nice and like that's that's a pretty... It's like it's a good, you know, like 12 so, hours or something. Oh, so I could speed run it? I wouldn't. <laughs> but if you put... You need to put it on easy. It's still really hard even on easy. Yeah. But... I, uh, I played it on <coughs> normal. Twice. <laughs> I played on <coughs> hardcore Actually, mode. no, too I, I literally, literally couldn't. I, I literally I, couldn't. I, I quit the first time I played it because, yeah, it was too hard. And then, I don't know, I went back in... Uh, something just clicked. I think I was just... I played it in a less confrontational way and tried to be more stealthy and... Um, but yeah, I was trying, but it just kept seeing me that, again that, and again and again. I'd be like stealthy, 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 and I played one bit thirty times, literally over thirty times. Katie was going crazy, yeah, right? And then it would just be like all stealthy and quiet, and then you suddenly just hear that, <laughs> and it cuts to the cutscene of you getting grabbed and eaten by something. I was like, "Fuck's yeah. sake!" Yeah, drove me insane. But man, that story is just yeah, yeah. yeah the second the second time I played it through was the time like I loved it the first time. But the second time I was like. This is fucking one of the best games I've ever played. Hands yeah. down. No, that's incredible. And the Whoa. ending is so, well, clearly, so smart. Clearly, you've never played Pilot Wings. <laughs> I'll, I'll, just I'll play that today. <laughs> um, anyway, that was E3 2018. Yep. Um, a lot of games. It was a good year. It was a good year. A bit of a weird yep. year for the conferences. Some strange things happened. Yep. But um, mm-hmm. uh, and there wasn't any like normally in the year there's like one clear like huge like new game Would, uh, if you know what I mean. There's Which a lot. There wasn't this year. There's a little for everyone. Yeah, there were lots and lots and lots of really great games, but all the massive ones I feel we already knew about. You know, a um, few days ago I decided that I hated E3 because it just gets me excited for games that I can't play for another year or two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But then I had to then I had to like take a step back and just be like, actually, these are all the games that are, think of like the games that are coming out this year, and then. I was happy. Yeah. Again. And there are quite a lot. We didn't really get into release dates, but like, yeah, Fallout is this year. Um, and that's it. Red Dead. Um, <laughs> Red Dead. Red Dead it's all about Red year. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Not I reckon there. that's a real mighty fine <laughs> game. Exactly. I, reckon- I can't do it right now. Um, all right. Because <laughs> I've got to get out of here and I have someone waiting downstairs for me in the lobby of my hotel room. <laughs> um, Alexander Chard. Um, yeah, you'll like to tell us very quickly what's happening with the releases this week, so we can yeah, see we'll what we can spend this. our money on right now. Because, like, say E3 <clears throat> dangles this stuff, but where can we put our money? So, if you want to go see some films this week here in the US, Jurassic World, which has already been released in the UK, so how many weeks ago? Says, Three weeks ago? Yeah. Oh, Fallen can Kingdom. I talk about this very very quickly with no spoilers? Because I did see it. Um. I went all, all I'm going to try and say about this film because I don't give any spoilers is I was actually the only person I know who was excited to see this film uh, because I'm fine with it being stupid and bad like I'm fine with B-movie dinosaurs you know when they cost this much money and it's the director of The Orphanage which is maybe my favourite horror film ever made um, so I went into it going alright this is going to be a stupid B-movie but the third one's a stupid B-movie and I really enjoy that movie um and I thought, again, no spoilers, but I knew that there's like a tonal shift, not a tonal, like a geographical shift in this game. And mm-hmm. I thought I, I'm not that excited about the beginning because I've seen all that before, but I'm excited about what's going to happen next. And instead, the opposite happened. I really enjoyed the first 40 minutes of this film and the rest I found really bad. 
like really bad it was the first jurassic park film interesting out of any of them that i haven't really enjoyed wow and i know lots of my friends really enjoyed it so i think it might just be me but it felt like a resident evil film with the rest <laughs> of it and not in a good oh boy. way um and the the best thing i'll say about it is that when there are horror elements in this director knows how to do it like it gets jurassic park back to more horror elements when he's doing that but they're few and far between and most of those are at the beginning really and the comedy falls really flat um, but the best thing about it is that it sets up the next film which is for me much more exciting for some people it might not be but for me it's much more exciting and this is definitely a stepping stone film to what Spielberg had originally wanted Jurassic Park 4 to be essentially mm. um, so it feels like a necessary kind of you know like people should see it because yeah I think the next one's going to be pretty cool pretty cool um, but I'm interested to see how it does how much money it makes because there's a lot of blockbusters out at the moment also coming out Sorry. in the US is Ghostland what's that yeah, about yeah I just I only learned about this today but it's from the director of the original Martyrs um, and the trailer looked pretty cool it's another cool. spooky film spooky cool. good poster uh, in the UK this week you will be getting Oceans 8 um, yeah moving on <laughs> we've got some Blu-ray releases um, the Incredibles that's already out, isn't um, it? Yeah. It's out in the US. It's not out in the UK yet. We're not going it yet. Oh. Okay. USA Blu-ray releases. We've got Pacific Rim Uprising Rim. 4K. Rim colon and, Uprising. Oh, yeah. Colon, sorry. And I think <laughs> Al's favorite movie title of last year, Unsane. <laughs> Unsane. What a <laughs> terrible title. I'm still going to watch it because people say it's really good. But what a terrible title. Yeah. That's the one that's shot completely on an iPhone, right? Yeah, Steven Soderbergh. That yeah, is insane, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? UK Blu-rays, we have The Phantom Thread in 4K. Um, second favorite film of last year, phenomenal. And then we covered some of these, um, but we've got video game releases this week. We've got Unraveled 2, which is out now. Super Bomberman R um, on the Xbox out now. Um, and then coming up in this next week, we've got The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit from the Life is Strange guys, which is free. Uh, how do you say this? Near? Nier? Nier Automata. Automata on the Xbox One on 26th of June. And The Crew 2 coming out on Xbox One and PS4 on the 29th. So what I do love about The Crew 2 is it's like it's literally a condensed version of America, but where you can drive every state and every city. It's like, it's yeah. insane. They did Wait. it with the first one. And it insane, I think you meant to say. <laughs> it's so insane. It's Wait, insane. Near? Wait, near you drive a car? No, in the crew too. <laughs> Although okay. near you drive a lot of weird shit, so it's possible. <laughs> um, thank you very much, Alex. Thank you. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> You're welcome. That was very serious for a second. Um, and yeah, all right. Is there anything else? Oh, yeah. I was uh, very quickly. Oh, fuck it. Fuck it. I had it up. I got rid of it because... I'm an idiot. Um, so yeah, the weekend box office is from the ten upwards. Uh, Book club is at number ten. Adrift is at number nine. Uh, Inven- Avengers: Infinity War is still hanging in there at number eight. Uh, number seven is Superfly. Superfly. Number six is Hereditary, which right. is the film I'm about to go see because we only just got Ooh, here. Oh, I really want to see that. Number five is Deadpool two. At number four. Dose. Solo, Star Wars story. If you want go to hear our feelings on that, go and listen to me, Alex, and Christina talk Best about it on our Star ever. Wars podcast. Um, we all have very con- 
here's the thing normally i like to allude stuff so you go and listen to our podcast i'm not going to because this film needs some support because it's then the only star wars film to not make its money back doesn't need uh, support though me alex and christina all i think so. really like this movie a whole bunch um so you can listen to our podcast to learn out why but please go and check it out for yourself and make up your own mind about stuff and be a little open-minded yes be open-minded um be open-minded. i don't number I don't three <laughs> <laughs> I think we're the only three, man. I think we're the only I three believe people. Believe you, we probably are. Be <laughs> um, Tag is at number three. Number two is Ocean's Eight, and the number one film is the one Justin was just talking about: Incredibles Two. Incidivios dos. Just because everyone wants to see that little bow animation that opens it. <laughs> a little short film in the beginning about a little oh. bow bun. I was a like, bow bun animation. Cool. Bow bun. I want to say that. Now. What did you just call Alex? He's <laughs> <laughs> my little bow bun. Yep. Um, I just wrap up Al in my fluffy, fluffy, doughy wrapping. <laughs> mm, <laughs> All right. Delicious. Al um, fills me. Al fills me is what I was trying to say. Whoa. He fills me up. Jesus. <laughs> he's the pork bow. He's, oh, he's, the, he's the pork right, belly to my stop bow. It. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it now. Um, <laughs> he's the bow. beef. Stop it He's bow. the beef to my bow. You Thank you both very, very much right for now, joining Alex. me for this E3 <laughs> special. Um, it was fun chatting to you guys. Um, yes. If you're listening and it's your first time or it's not your first time, you probably haven't rated and subscribed to us because I see the numbers of the people who listen and yeah, I guys. see the numbers of the people who've rated and subscribed. So I fucking know. All right. Um, so just take those 30 seconds and please go and rate and subscribe. It honestly is the only way because it helps us get promoted. And again, I actually get emails now. I'm getting emails from people saying, hey, do you want to monetize this? Um, and what they can do to help us monetize. And we're refusing to monetize this. I don't want to put adverts on this. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do promotional shit. None of that. I'm going to keep everything off on YouTube when we get back up on there soon. So please just help us out by at least helping promote us uh, by talking about us and subscribing and rating. Head on over to weirdgeeks.com. You can go to all our social medias, throw some abuse at us if you want to do that as well. That's cool. Or email us through there or just by do typing it. in uh, what you got to do? Mail, M-A-I-L, at weirdgeeks.com if you want to tell us anything or what you want us to cover. Um, uh, what else? I'm Mr. Al White on all the social medias, M-R-A-L-W-H-I-T-E. What about you, Alex? Uh, I am at Alexander Child on Twitter and Instagram. And Macaroni. I-T-S-R-A-D-L-E-Y. It's Radley on everything. But also, now I'm... <clears throat> streaming a bunch on uh, facebook.com slash official Dante Bosco I nice. run All that right. uh, yeah run that, run that gaming shit. live if you guys want to join I do it almost every day now fucking hell <clears throat> um, yeah and also if you want to uh, learn more about us and normally on this podcast if you well it's been like a month or so since we did one of these but I'm actually I'm going to do one next week um, and I think the week after that and then I might take a break again for a little bit but next week we're going to talk more personal stuff I'm going to talk about some projects that we're doing um, and things potatoes? like that potatoes that we're baking and yes. um, salads that we're mm. leaving leaving to the side of the table because you have a bite and then you think you know what that was I've enough had enough. salad that's too back much to color in my life back to the vegetable casserole whatever you need mm-hmm. um you can also what was i going to say something important oh yeah this friday uh the next episode in our purge podcast will be up we're on to purge anarchy uh and that is with me lee comley and also uh the old allison holland purge. uh 
Thank you, everybody, for listening. I appreciate it very, very much. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Justin. And Thank you, Al. Another time. Thanks, Al. Out. And the Geeky Geeks. 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 Oh, you got an Extra. Was that for Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Greeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Greeks. I'm going to stop my I recording like now. <laughs> Greeks. <laughs> All right, I'm stopping.